Friday. Oh. Mm, scary woman that. Right? <laughs> Leave meeting. <laughs> we are live. We are live. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy of North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul. And we are joined tonight by very special guests in the Nerdy Up North podcast. We have the returning Donna, who's looking very uh, She-Hulk-ish with the the gradients, which um, that's why I was a little bit late putting together. (laughs) And we have technically first-timers with us, so we are popping cherries tonight. Uh, (laughs) It's one of those nights. Um, the, The wonderful Beth, who... Graces us with her chat and keeps Goodwill's busy most days with her moderations. She loves to turn <laughs> the fuck off, which is always a good start. Uh, and we have the fabulous Graham, who you might remember from the community podcast episode where he told wonderful stories and mentioned Margaret Thatcher's funeral a lot. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a staple. Why Why am I in piss yellow? I look like a second <laughs> film. I, <laughs> you look yeah, fantastic. I, I could try and make it more spooky. So I was just well, it's pretty that. spooky. I think it's like frightening. <laughs> well, like <laughs> super close to the screen. How much did you zoom in? Um, <laughs> okay, hold on. I'll move back. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry. It was it was hard to put together with like with the new layouts and new looks. We've not had this many people on, so technical issues out the way as per usual. So yes, um, and. As with per usual, when we do have new people who join us, we do like them to tell us a little bit about themselves. So we'll let Graham start. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you normally get up to. Oh, wow. Um, I think it's a big, yeah, there's, there's a load of stuff. Uh, basically, I technically am a musician called Sinoiz, S-Y-N-O-I-Z, but I haven't released anything in ages because... I never finish anything. Um, And I'm also a Twitch streamer under that same name. Uh, I'm also a drag queen called The Velvet Snatch, who performs Mm -hmm. around the Northeast and whatnot. So follow me on Instagram and stuff like that. Uh, I'm just a massive nerd. And it's really Mm -hmm. wonderful in the Nerdy Up North community being like, oh, oh, there's loads of people like me who have all (laughs) this random bollocks knowledge about stuff. Like literally like meet loads of people a night and I can't remember any of their names and I'm like but I can remember this one specific episode of Buffy and everything that happens in it and you're like <laughs> okay <laughs> thanks brain <laughs> and nobody that is, me and that is the wonderful thing about the nerdy up the north community we we accept all for and we don't try and judge as well so anyone can like share what they love and sh- share what the kind of are passionate about as well so um there's loads as, as you said there's loads i've learned from being it and like say how probably the, the biggest thing is patience <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of it <laughs> especially after americans think daylight savings time is is only to them yes Fuck off. <laughs> Brit- or british summertime or you know yeah <laughs> also and we have the fabulous beth so beth tell us a little bit about yourself there i'm beth i love dogs this is nova i know the other one's over there who's just staring at me like a moment i have a condition called nf1 mm. i love all things marvel and i'm a massive harry potter fan certainly and uh, you do have celebrity friends as well i, I do see you messaging on yes. instagram quite a lot as well uh, yes. do you want to give a shout out to your celebrity friend 
Danny Minogue and well, Danny follows us. Carly doesn't, but yeah, Danny Minogue. We're <laughs> <laughs> always messaging, messaging us and stuff. Oh, just lovely. Just lovely. Yes. So I thought I'd give that shout out as well. But yes, uh, we are joined by these lovely guests tonight for our special Halloween episode. That's why we are all, like say, being spooky and looking a bit creepy. Well, creepier, (laughs) shall we say? (laughs) (laughs) Or like a minion in my case. (laughs) (laughs) I will promise I'll change the colour. Just give us a second. But yes. uh... Oh, I love it. Leave it. It looks great. We'll have a watch. Well, how do you want to be represented on this podcast? I'm well covered in piss, really. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a goal, really. It's a staple. It is a staple. So this is our Halloween special. And with tradition, we always try and get as many people on it as possible and talk about something as random. Last year, we did the whole uh, all the way through horrors, like genre and like, what's changed and what we like about it this year we thought we'd do it a bit different and talk a little bit about ghosts because we did have one on last year with uh, the two kellys which i enjoyed thoroughly hearing like other people's ghost stories what i want to do put out as well is that i know sammy will do a disclaimer but we're not going to be like we might joke on and we might think we're not putting down anyone's beliefs anyone we know people do have strong beliefs when it comes to like this type of thing we are not mocking them we are not taking the piss um we do like say care about people's beliefs and and so on and again that's what if, if it's something that you want to believe in we won't ever knock it mm-hmm. but we will we will have a laugh on this one as well yes. but we'll let sammy get a disclaimer out the way there okie dokie so everything discussed in tonight's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone if you want to discuss anything from today's episode please come and join us in the facebook group where we can have an open discussion of what we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong we can all agree to disagree in fandom so let's keep it fun Keep it kind and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Yes. Well done. Like I said, and that was said on the BBC, even though the BBC it doesn't want us to do, a, do episodes on BBC stuff, but still, I'm not bitter or anything. But we do have a, <laughs> we do have a few announcements as well. Mm. Uh, quite exciting things. We are in the process of putting together an actual patron uh, for that, I say right, Patreon. Patreon. Patreon for the Nerdy Up North podcast and community, where we are going to be putting extra content where won't be on YouTube or live. So we will be filming extra things. Uh, there'll be things that like, you can download, like screensavers for your phone, screensavers for your uh, computers. Um, and even, like, say, you might even get extra content from the lovely Donna. Like, say, I've heard she's offering cakes and goodies. We'll, we'll see. Uh, I thought Donna's I, speciality was cookies. Cookies, yes. But Charlotte's got the cakes. Charlotte's got the cakes and Charlotte's feet. But uh, yes, um, we have been playing about and testing about. That's why on the bottom of the podcast now you can see us uh, thanking two of our first patrons, Goodwill and uh, Nicole. Uh, the ones were doing the guinea guinea pig work test and see what works and what doesn't work today. Yeah. So, uh, but yes, that is going to be something that we are hoping to launch relatively soon or possibly in the new year. So yes, uh, get that out of the way. Get the plugs. So yes, ghost stories and ghost tales. Now, I think we were having a little discussion before we came on. There is. Like say a lot of different ghost stories, or dif- dif- people have different um, experiences. Shall we say? Is that mm-hmm. the best way to put it? Yeah. Uh, and the representation in the media and the film industry as well. For a long time, 
wasn't really taken too seriously. I think it was, like say, a bit of a joke at times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know recently there's been a lot of more movies, a lot of more um, actual TV shows that actually are a little bit more scary to, for the horror tale, like especially with like the Netflix shows, like the the, the Haunting of Hill House, oh. the, the 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 Haunting of Blythe Manor coming out over the last years. They've firmly put like ghost tales or spooky stories, shall we say, firmly back on the map. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, that's been, like I think, a, a big positive in this type of element as well. And, and I have to admit, I have got a soft spot ever since we watched Ghost Watch, even though we're not allowed to talk about Ghost Watch. Um, I'm sure we can talk about it, we just can't show it. Can't show it, possibly. Um, I, as a kid, I've always liked them type of shows, and especially like Most Haunted, like it used to be a mm-hmm. Halloween t- tradition in my house where we would uh, watch The Most Haunted Live and... Um, not take it as serious as some people because you used to get some people who watch that show and go absolutely nuts, which was always hilarious. But I, I would like to know like, like your guys' takes on it as well, like what your guys' experiences are. But firstly, do we all believe? Um, <laughs> do we all believe? Are we all I, believers? I'm, I would say I'm a very sceptical person when it comes to like say things. I'm one of these that if I, if I haven't seen it or if it doesn't happen to us, it doesn't think, but I've, see, I've had experiences like because I've went to creepy places and you get creepy feelings, mm-hmm. but I've never really seen anything. But that's just my personal take. Okay. Anyone else? Do do we believe? I mean, I'm, I do definitely. I'm, oh, sorry, I'll let you speak, Beth. It's all right. I'm just saying, I definitely believe. I've seen things, felt things mm. ever since I was little. This is gonna be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm a skeptic. I'm I, the problem is I'm one of those bastards who's basically like in the scientific thing, but where I'm fully accepting because it's the fact of there's no smoke without fire, mm-hmm. so there's definitely something going on. But mm-hmm. I'm in the camp of going. I don't think they're dead people. I think it's something else, like or it's something that can be scientifically explained. Uh, because you know you do get stuff where people like you know feel rooms getting colder and you can measure rooms getting colder you can measure people's physical responses or seeing things in the corner of their eye it's all there but I think it is explainable and it's not mm. dead people but yeah, yeah. <laughs> certainly what about you Donna I was just taking a mouthful of pop I just want to ask are you dressed like Chun Li I know you're sort of <laughs> green on the thing but you look amazing and I'm like are you you know you got the hair but you're, you're fully in blue in the picture but I don't know I, I was actually just made like these little ghost things but it's been pointed out that, that I look like that today. you said it before we came on ah, spooky Chun-Li there we go <laughs> It's a, it's, it's a look that you can go for, Donna. So you can pull it, you're pulling it off. Donna, you look amazing, <laughs> as always. Um, but yeah, um, I um, completely believe also the same as Beth. I've had like experiences myself. I might have been more skeptical, but I've seen a lot since being a kid as well. So, um, mm-hmm. and to be fair, my mum is basically like a magnet for everything supernatural. I've even vowed to the point that I won't stay in the same house as my mum anymore, but I'll tell you more about that. I'm getting comfy now. This is going to be What about you, Sammy? You brought the question, so I'm in. I'm in the same camp as you and you and Graham. Mm. I I do believe to a Mm -hmm. certain extent, like, but I have had some things happen myself. Mm -hmm. 
So I don't know. I'm really torn when it comes. Probably shouldn't have asked the question. Um, but I am really <laughs> torn when it when it comes down to do mm. I believe or do I not? I'm going to say yeah, I do. I do very much. I think it's one of them situations. That I, probably the easiest way I can answer this question is I want to believe. But um, <laughs> okay, Fox. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mulder. <laughs> yeah. The truth. The truth might be out there. I just haven't found it yet. So. <laughs> but yes. Um. Probably, I would say, if we're going to talk, start with, like, spooky stories from ourselves, mm-hmm. like, and experiences, I know, I think I touched on it last year when we talked about Balcon, like, say, again, just a bit more deal. I know when I grew up as a kid, um, like, say, growing up in Raya, like, say, there was a big spooky uh, place where I lived next to Cherry Knowles Hospital. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, say, it was next to the old um, pumping station. And, as I said, Raya Hospital like before that, what I've been told was an old prisoner of war camp as well. So it does have a lot of like history and like say a lot of that feelings when you're going round that kind of freaks you out a bit as well. Um, but I remember the, the old bit that they closed down that I was supposed to be there for the clinically insane. The, when you walked around the building, it had a patch of grass where the ground was dead. There was no nothing grew on the grass type thing. It was like, it could have been like just because people used to walk around it, but there was no like, like, and it was very eerily silent around it where, especially like, if you go in Raya, like, like towards that area, like they've had Raya Dean, there's a lot of wildlife, there's a lot of animals, but there was always so quiet. There was never any birds or anything. And we used to go up all the time. We were little shits in up and right. We used to break into it and get chased by the police uh, on a a weekly basis. But when you used to get inside, it, it was horrible. Um, there was like they had the cells where they used to strap people down, so they still had the old uh, padded cells. They had uh, a swimming pool, which again I think I told last year, which was strange because this swimming pool that that was there was manky, but it had giant goldfish in. Because the security guards that ran the place put goldfish in, and with goldfish they grow to the size of the environment, so they, they had these massive goldfish swimming about in in the swimming pool mind that like that would alone just freak me out but was it the fact that you kind you knew what was going on there that scared you more than anything or was the place itself felt eerie it it felt eerie it did like see it's one of them places where a noise will echo literally through the place so Mm -hmm. and it wasn't easy to get through so it was like a big chunk of a building like and like in the middle of it was the like we had the stained glass where like they had the church aspect that like like that as part of it. Mm-hmm. But what used to freak me about it as well is what's been a little mining uh, village, all the stories that you used to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Like because it was always like Chinese whispers, like this used to happen and that thing. But one of the things that was factual all the way through riot, like the hospitals and stuff, there's underground tunnels that take you to different parts of it. What? So you can Yep. No, there's, so you can go, so, cause like the hospital and everything was that spread out. So the, like one building was there. So it, rather than walking it, there was underground tunnels to take it to different aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they said was one of the rumors was cause the criminally insane used to be there and they used to do tests on them and, and, and tr- do things to them. And if they used to pass away, no one wanted to claim the bodies. So you used to bu- bury the bodies underneath in the tunnels. Holy shit. That, that's, that's crazy. So Again, the tunnels I, are very much haunted. But you don't know this because, as you said, <laughs> these are just stories that you get told as a kid. Because it's, it's but but the tunnels were real. I, like say, I know people that's been in the tunnels, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. unfortunately, like say, I know 
it's a hard thing to talk about. Like the suicide watch is still up in Cherry Knowles. And one of the patients actually did escape, get into the tunnels, and one of them led to Riot, uh, like Riot Beach and was mm-hmm. found jumped off the cliff because he escaped through the tunnels. What? That's a lot of effort to then jump off a cliff. It's That's like, like I'm free. The, ah, well, never mind. It's like Shawshank Redemption. It's like mm-hmm. he gets out of the prison, gets to freedom, mm-hmm. has the rain touch him, and then all of a sudden just drowns. Yeah. That's <laughs> exactly. That's Did he find a newspaper saying that Maggie had become prime minister? And then he was like, right. <laughs> I got no, it. No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's like, well, off the cliff. Crazy. Yeah. But no, I, I loved all the stories. Like, Especially with it being an old mining village, like there was always tales. Yeah. With, like, um, my my house, the bottom, like my mum and dad's house was. Oh, bless the dogs there. Um, <laughs> you got a dog. Uh, when you look out the back room window, you could see Ryab Cemetery. So literally, I was surrounded by all these massive Victorian buildings, like the old, uh, like if you go to the uh, engine museum, the giant chimney that you used to mm-hmm. see get struck by lightning when it used to be a, lo- a thunderstorm. It was and. With it being so, again, I know I'm, I'm making it sound spookier than it probably is. Do you make it sound fucking awesome? <laughs> um, but there was, because um, there was like in Ryup, there's lots of wooded areas as well. And at certain times of the year, if you went in the backyard and turned your lights off, you used to have bats flying around your head as well. See, so. <laughs> draw the line there. I don't do winged things. No, we get a lot of bats flying around this house that I'm in now. We we sit in the garden watching them. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't come anywhere near us, I'm good. I'm good to go. I just do not do flappy things. No, no. I think the only time I realised about it as well is because um, we were out in the back back garden just like look because it was a nice night and we thought, oh, what's these things flying about? Is the birds? And it turned out it wasn't birds. It was bats. Um, but yeah, like say, I don't know if anyone's ever been up to Cherry Knoll Hospital. Like, it's gone now. It's like it's actually being built in, uh, like, an estate where people live. I oh wouldn't to live God, there. That is fucking haunted as anything. Then, <laughs> yeah, like, that, is that going to be poltergeist? You'd be like, you oh moved the headstones, but you never moved the grave, the body. Why? <laughs> Sorry, I love Craig T. Nelson's scream of why. It's my favorite. <laughs> I haven't been, but I do remember when my little gran was in hospital at Raya mm-hmm. and my mum kind of like pointing out, there's Cherry Knowles. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at it. <laughs> I never actually went though. But there was always like, I'm, I live like, what, 10, 15 minutes away from oh. it. And there was always stories. Like, and there was always like a story of someone's escaped <laughs> Cherry from Cherry Knowles. It was always running in the school playground. Someone's escaped. <laughs> yeah. But, but I think, um, but I, I, think never, the... I never got to do Cherry Knowles. Like that was gone by the time I sort of got to the area. But um, I mm-hmm. remember, I remember a friend who lived in Morpeth and they had like an asylum there and mm-hmm. they moved like close to where it was and stuff. And they said like, oh, if you ever hear this alarm, it means that someone's escaped. <laughs> they had like the old, apparently this is a uh, conjecture, but it's the idea of apparently they have the Silent Hill-esque old <laughs> war, like sirens. Wow. And then if that happened, it basically went, lock your windows, maybe. Oh my God. Oh, I wonder why this house was so cheap. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but no, I never got to experience Cherry now Cherry Knowles, but it's such a local legend, mm-hmm. and that, I think that's what it's come now is like legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stories about it online. There's still loads of photographs you can find on the internet with it, and it it's a shame because the buildings were beautiful, like they were mm-hmm. very. Like I said, um, I know when my mum was like 
younger when like 16 started like we were experienced she worked there and they had like and this um they used to have like a, a cinema there at day so kids in the area used to go and watch the cinema like things so it, it, through the years it has changed and had aspects of like different things to it but i've never been in a, a place where it, as I said, when you when we broke in again, when we had to smash that we had to smash the windows and like, holy shit! <laughs> uh, Paul, <laughs> welcome back to Paul and his many crimes. <laughs> dodgy, dodgy up north, but dodgy um, up north all the way. <laughs> well, yeah, but, like say when you live in Rye, like say there's fuck all they're doing Rye, other than <laughs> uh, other than like, other than trying to break into things like. Not like people's houses, but going to like I'm yeah. like a right dodge abandoned, now. No, you don't. Abandoned, <laughs> places. Area, abandoned areas and stuff. But it used to be like a mini adventure. But the padded cells was something I've never seen because it used to have the tables where they used to strap people on, and that was still there. Fucking hell, man! That would like that, even now sends a shiver down us. You really were trying to live that Stephen King life, weren't you? Um, I hadn't even read it, it or anything like this by now. I probably said, I probably did watch Stand By Me, and that probably did want us to because we used to walk along the rain tracks. Was next to Rye Up Dean, there was always the train tracks, the old train tracks that used to go in. That used to be like one of the entrances in. We used to be just fun little adventures. We didn't even think we were doing anything wrong back in the day. That was the thing. Um, My God, I live but, in a mining village, and we mm-hmm. had a pit. That was it. We literally <laughs> had a pit, which my mum's house is now built on top of. <laughs> I yes. actually had an um, experience with uh, cherry and rolls a bit different. Um, my mum was in there when she was pregnant with me for about five months. So, mm-hmm. and she has she said it was super creepy in there. But yeah, so I've technically been in there. All right. So you've <laughs> so technically you're a patient in cherry and rolls. So yeah. <laughs> so we've got we've got one of them still with us. <laughs> <laughs> She's here to tell the story. <laughs> but did did you go in any tunnels there, or did, was was that not the escape that you were planning on? <laughs> Did you stay mainly in the womb? But Beth, like, yeah, because I know you've said you've had some experiences, like personal ones mm. as well. So I'm quite interested to hear. So if you've I'm got intrigued. some stories, uh, I would love to hear them. Well, the my earliest memory of one was mm-hmm. where I used to live in Derby, mm-hmm. and I remember I couldn't go to sleep so I woke up and there's this woman sitting at the bottom of my bed right quite dis- disfigured like she was burnt okay but she just sat there and smiled at us <laughs> nah <laughs> no it was like a warm smile right okay so it wasn't like a scary she feeling yeah she was she wasn't harmful and she, I can't remember what she was talking about to us well, she's trying to soothe us, I think, just so I can go back to sleep. And mm-hmm. I remember my sister woke up. My sister saw her. She screamed, ran downstairs to my mum, who thought, oh, because my sister has had a thing where she used to sleepwalk, mm-hmm. but she used mm-hmm. to act out her dreams. So my mum thought, oh, she's having a nightmare. She's sleeping. Mm-hmm. Nope. My mum came upstairs and saw the woman as well. And she vanished. All right. But she would visit us nearly every night. Yeah. Now my sister blocked that out, so she doesn't have that um, what we say gift mm-hmm. of seeing things or feeling things. But me and my mum do. Yeah, that's so I think because most of the scientific explanations for like spectres and ghosts are like limited to someone's actual brain and perception. So mm-hmm. the idea of two people experiencing it mm-hmm. is very like significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
No, definitely. Because I think you've mentioned before that, as you said, when you said you mentioned about your gift, that you that you're quite sensitive to these things, and I, it's almost yeah. like because uh, I think you mentioned about crystals and stuff, and like so. So is this yeah. something that you've researched or looked into, like personally, or is it something that you you just find comes naturally? I think it just comes naturally to me. Right. But okay. I was talking to my mom, mm-hmm. and even she said it's something to do with the women on on me maternal side I want to say side of the family we all have this sort of gift of feeling or seeing things because she does my Mm -hmm. nana did my great-grandmother did her sisters did and obviously went went way back but how how far back we don't know but we all seem to have this sort of gift of feeling right okay and And has has it manifested in other ways as any as anyone else tried to like reach out or speak like like, again, I'm just going off, like, uh, me, me history of learning from most haunted, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not not really, not. Mm. I just feel and sense things. I, obviously, when I, when I had the brain tumour, mm-hmm. sort of some of it sort of went away. Right. But slowly coming back now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's ever since my nana passed away as well, I've been heightened. Okay. So, the senses have been heightened, but there's places that I won't go. Mm-hmm. As soon as I get a strange feeling, I'm like, nope, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go that way. Yeah. Or I don't want to go into that building. Mm-hmm. And there was one when I was, I was 12 and I was on a school field trip. Mm-hmm. And it was like a humanities trip. So it was geography, history combined. Mm-hmm. And we went to the Castle Keep. And they had to lock the dungeon because obviously kids were coming. Mm-hmm. Now, the stories with the dungeon have been around for years. It is haunted. Most haunted did a segment on it, and they won't go back. Right. And they forgot to lock the dungeon. And as we walked past, I saw this man with a top hat. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the teachers and the kids thought I was being stupid. Yeah. And the staff wouldn't know. She's telling the truth. People have mm-hmm. seen him. The door's supposed to be closed because mm-hmm. he attacks people. Right, okay. It's yeah. quite a violent... Apparition, yeah. ghost, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because that's I mean, one of the things. You never trust people with hats, really. I mean, you know, <laughs> every <laughs> man with a hat is a killer. I'm just putting that out there. That's especially yeah. a top hat as well. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. That's it. they're the worst. They're just they just they'll kill anyone. Yeah, it's like, like a... tor- Tories in disguise. Jacob Rees If Jacob Rees Mogg, if his limb, if his wrists weren't limp, then he'd actually be able to hurt people. Right, okay. Oh, but but, yes. but going back on the subject, because um, no, that that's quite interesting. You normally hear people like say having experiences, but they don't hear that like say they have physical experiences anymore. I know mm-hmm. like that's kind of the, like where I lost off with again going back to the most haunted as a, as a reference point at the start it was just about feelings or having a psychic on to experience it to the point where if you're watching the later series where things are moved around I don't know if you ever watched the private drive one yes. and there's marbles being thrown <laughs> knives, knives. Being, being left in the chairs and stuff to the gets to the then all of a sudden uh, Carl's got like been knocked out and dragged into a different room and things like that so they, they took things to the extreme again i know they started doing um like the disclaimers before that this is for entertainment mm. purposes and stuff like yeah, that yeah that's so they don't get in trouble they yeah. did um one at eden camp 
Did anyone mm-hmm. ever go to that as a kid? It was it's a World War II um museum and it has recreations of the Blitz and a lot of a lot of stuff to do with the World War II, with the World War II, with World War II. Um mm-hmm. and they did one there and holy shit, like that was there was some fucked up moments that I even I thought, how they can't have done that. Mm-hmm. There's no way. There was one where they're in a room, like a recreation of a um of a house from the 40s and there's a bicycle at the door and this bicycle in front of them there's no camera height there's no camera angle or anything like that they are literally next to it just comes right past them mm. and as they're just standing there it just comes and i'm like what the fuck? like if they have done something to manipulate that how have <laughs> they done that yeah. um but i thoroughly enjoy i thoroughly enjoy the newer ones because it's not a case of what was that? Look over there. Like <laughs> they're not trying to. They're not. They're, they're not moving the camera in a direction that is not where the noise was. Mm-hmm. And also, technically, they have caught a figure on camera that cannot be explained. <laughs> well, always, I think that's in it. Like it's even you know like like in Ghostwatch or whatever, where it has the whole when you're doing a show about ghosts and you can't make ghosts happen you know you can't make paranormal stuff happens then you Mm -hmm. do have to do it but they probably will catch stuff in like when i talk about my experiences the um i've had the only things i've had is evp like Mm -hmm. that happens a couple of times like with recording Mm -hmm. stuff and then you just go like i have no idea what that is yeah you know it's really odd because you just go if it is a signal thing so it's like you know wires getting crossed or whatever Mm -hmm. why doesn't it happen a lot more like Mm -hmm. or yeah, sorry. Anyway, I no, I am so fascinated by EVP. I went down a massive rabbit hole recently of people using sound boxes mm-hmm. and talking to, uh, trying to pick up to people. And there was one in particular, and it was, um, oh gosh, Cheyenne. She was murdered by her husband and her two <laughs> girls as well. They had a huge Netflix documentary. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Bless you. Is there someone there? <laughs> Do you want to talk to us? <laughs> Do you need a Kleenex? Oh, Is that a so- um, But yeah, they had the whole Netflix documentary on it. Watts, Cheyenne Watts. I think mm. I'm saying her name right. And honestly, the voice that came through is exactly how I remember hearing it. When, because she's very, very notorious on, she was on Facebook all the time. So yeah. there was a lot of audio from her. Um, mm-hmm. but it was just, it was so bizarre. And I got really, I got right down this rabbit hole where they were talking to a lot of people and their voices as well for all that there's these weird noises that come out. You can still distinctly hear that that is the person that they're speaking to. Whether yeah. or not it's real, I don't know, but I was very much sucked into it. No, so, mm-hmm. unless when Derek gets possessed and it turns into a, a weird, like, a Victorian uh, look, sc- scouser. I hated <laughs> the fact how they how they tried to um, make him, the way that they made him look. It was like, because yeah. they knew all, of, they must have known all along the kind of person that he was. And then they're like, right, we're going to we're gonna show him up here like, yeah. and make us look like the good people and him the bad guy. I really thought that was a bit tacky. That's, that was like I said, where the show was going to though that was a thing because then they went and said they weren't going to use psychics anymore because they couldn't trust them type thing because they felt betrayed by Derek and stuff like that but no um but 
coming back to like our own experiences as well, because I know Donna's been waiting very patiently. So I'm quite <laughs> interested because you said you, 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 your mum's like a magnet, I think the words you use. So that's yes. an interesting point of view. So let's have a look. Well, the reason I say that is because she literally sees stuff all the time. Um, so like when I was younger, I used to have a lot more experiences. Um, the first two, like the first one was pretty calm and the second one was terrifying. Uh, so the first thing that I can remember, apparently there was more before that, but I don't remember those ones. Um, the first one I remember was when I was going to sleep. My sister had went downstairs um, and I noticed like a glow coming from the cupboard in the corner of the room and then kind of like emerged a woman with like long blonde curly hair in a white dress. And it was like I got like an overwhelming common sensation over us. Mm-hmm. But obviously, like, at the time, I didn't know what it was. It's not until, like, I got older and thought back about it. Um, the second experience I had was um, terrifying <laughs> because I was on the bottom bunk with my older sister and I got woken up and I looked in the doorway and there's, like, this large black figure just standing there. And I'm like, I said, Jackie, my older sister, what are you doing standing in the doorway? And then she moved on the top bunk. And I absolutely shit myself. I went under the quilt and I like cried myself back to sleep. And I thought, right, I'm just having a nightmare. Three or four days later, my mum's boyfriend turned around and he was talking to her and says, oh, the other night I woke up during the night and saw a black figure hovering over you, over my mum. It was the same night that I saw the black figure in the doorway. So right. that made me absolutely crack myself. <clears throat> I would have been the fucking room. <laughs> So, like, two completely opposite um, for the first and second one. One was common and one was terrifying. There's been a lot more. That's just, like, some of them, the first experiences. Were they in the same place? The same house, no. One first one was in right. um, Duxford Park. The second one was Wall's End. That's crazy. One, that... thing, one thing I wanted to ask to both you and Beth is the idea of, like, you know how people talk about, like, how you have ghosts, but you also have, like, haunted places, it's the idea of when you get these weird feelings, when you go like, oh, I don't want to go in there or something like that. Is it, do you have to be in the place or is it like, you know, like you can look at a building and be like, nah, or is it yeah. that it's inside, you know, because that's, that's what confused me. But people say that you have like ghosts, which are one thing, demons that are another thing, and then haunted places, which is another thing, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. I think for, for me, it's normally, I always get a bad feeling kind of when you cross the doorway not not so much by looking at it but when you go in yeah. for me yes i'm the same so it's not a case of just visually looking at a place you have to be in it to feel <laughs> it that's it because you have um people who have auras as well like people oh, who yeah. can see auras you just must look at a building and be like that is a delightful shade of piss yellow <laughs> i don't know what <laughs> You are not, not to go off the wall again. Because, no, <laughs> no, no, the no. colours have just gone now. We yeah. actually have full colour now. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, the whole black shadow at the door is a thing. My husband listens to a, um, a podcast called Paranormal, Paranormal Something, and it, it is a huge thing, is the black shadow at the door. Mm-hmm. Um, but the significance of it, I'm not sure because I didn't realise we'd be talking about it. So I would have asked him more about it. But no, um, no, I, I don't got my EVPs, but I actually <laughs> thought about it because I remember saving them and sending them to a mate being like, have a listen to this. This is weird, you know, but. But that's the thing that that's the thing about this podcast as well, because I'll, I'll point out because someone pointed out in the Facebook group earlier, we don't claim to be experts or, or, oh or, or no. person in, in it. We we just talk it as as like say our experiences or fans side of it. And things. we are never prepared. <laughs> never prepared, yes. <laughs> but 
again, sorry to be throwing questions up, Beth and Donna, but has there ever been a building or a place where you've you've just got a film and you've refused to go in? Yes. Okay. Oh yes. So what was what happened with that? Was that Jackie White's Market? <laughs> that was a set of no. cockles. <laughs> um, I can't remember what it was, but I just had this strange feeling and I just didn't move. I didn't mm-hmm. want to go to th- into this place. I just did not like it. Right. It's, I'm trying to think if it was somewhere in Newcastle. Mm, makes sense. But <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't like it. Okay. And I was like, no, I'm going this way. Mm. What about you, Donna? Was that based upon the feeling or was it based upon, like, uh, you've been to other places before and gone, oh, and associated that way? Right, yeah. There's a film. What about you, Donna? Um, I don't think there's any way I've really avoided. Um, I feel like that gets more powerful as I get older. But with my mum, like, when I moved in, I tell her, when I says when I move house, don't say anything, because I'm I'm terrified of ghosts, I'll open up, I'm terrified, even even when the common ones, I'm literally hated, I have to sleep with a light on, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, when I move into this house, my mum went into one of the bedrooms upstairs, and she said, someone who was in this room died, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, but that happens in all houses, and whatever, mm-hmm. and stuff, but then, because um, this is the street where my nana lives, it actually turned out that young girl who li- who was in that room specifically that room got Mm -hmm. knocked over by a car and my mum could sense that and I'm like I told you not to fucking tell us this stuff I was like can you not and she's like I'm sorry I'm sorry and I'm like I have nightmares because of you (laughs) I am like half wanting your mum to come to my house and half not wanting your mum to come to my house I I want to know and my cousin had my or my auntie I should say had an incredibly um hectic experience with a haunting that ended up with the priest being brought to the house um she lives not a few minutes away from his old mining ha- home um well, you couldn't tell us half a story get go from the start it's happened within the home there is um i'm trying to think from the beginning so it started just with random noises random mm-hmm. banging coming from one of the airing cupboards from upstairs now they had just had with an extension donna were you in the cupboard <laughs> was it you? And <laughs> um, they had just had an extension done, but the air and cupboard was still left where it was. It hadn't been moved. And the noises were coming from there. And honestly, every room upstairs was Baltic freezing. Even mm-hmm. if the radiators were on, it was incredibly cold. I used to babysit for her and you could hear the banging going on upstairs. And it wasn't like rattling. It wasn't mm-hmm. pipes. It was literally fist on a door banging and my cousin who must have been about six year old at the time would just go to the bottom of the stairs and go quiet now and it would just stop (laughs) she would literally like right that's it that's enough and it would stop and would I hell stay over at that house but it got so bad that they did have to get a priest in to come and do a blessing on the room it didn't stop it (laughs) (laughs) it made no fucking difference my cousin still lives in that house with her three children and she still hates that room where the the extension that was it was done on was her bedroom. And it's kind of like a room that has stairs going up into the loft. Mm-hmm. And she re- she point blank refuses to walk in there by herself. Yeah. She says it still happens to this day. But it was that one night that I was over and she just stood on the stairs and just went, quiet now. Time to go to bed. <laughs> <I was> getting- <laughs> 
But this is what I was saying about um about the scientific aspect, where it's like you know you get a lot of people who are scientifically minded who will just be like, no, ghosts are real, it's all nonsense, and you're like, yeah, but we have people that genuinely live in a house and won't go into a room, and you're kind of going, you can't really just write it off as like you know superstition when people are like that. You know, but then, oh. then again, though, we believe in, we have religious people who are kind of like, going, no, I definitely will go to hell if I do this. And it's like, well, yeah. OK, there's conviction there. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 you're right. As you're saying, because that's I think a lot of it is a power of, of the mind. Like I say, I oh, think 100%. People's, people's imagination and what, what can run away, like certain things can like, like you can explain it that way, that way. But with like like I said when previous episodes we've talked about like things like aliens, conspiracy theories and stuff, there's there's probably a million things that does go on that is an explanation for, but there'll always be that one thing that can't be explained. And and as you mm-hmm. said, people fail things. Like as you said, you'll go in a room, you'll get goosebumps. Um animals like dogs and cats and stuff, they'll react to certain things and you can never because they can't talk to you and tell you what, why they're reacting that way. Mm-hmm. But it's always like a strange and I think that was a good point you picked up on about the kids because kids always seem to pick up on because a lot of kids like I'm going to make sound like maybe just me, like have imaginary friends when they're younger and they kind of yeah, grow out of that. Imaginary. So mm-hmm. that so that's always been the aspect as well. Is, is that just the kids making up? Like these type of aspects, yeah. or is the rest more involved with the? Oh well, <laughs> Anthony is one hundred percent convinced his sister because she had imaginary friends called Peppy and Chuni. Right, and what a um, name! <laughs> I hope my sister-in-law is watching. I'm sorry, I'm telling you stories, but <laughs> she, yeah, yeah, and he. It was the reaction to mm-hmm. them being hoovered up by her dad. That was what got him. He was like, "That was too. That it's too real." That mm-hmm. kind of reaction for for not something not to be behind it. Yeah. Um, I have had a, an experience in my mother-in-law's house, which mm-hmm. happened a few years ago. Now, my mother-in-law's house is I've been with and sixteen years, and I've only ever known that house the way that it is. I've never mm-hmm. seen it any different. But I was literally in Aunt's, Mam's kitchen and I was putting some milk in the fridge. And when you, the fridge doors open, you can't see the living room behind it. So when you close the fridge, the living room is visible. And I saw a woman sitting on a chair at the window. Her hair was in like kind of the beehive style from the 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, cardigan on and just sat there. And it was a second and it was, it was over. Right. And I told it to my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And she was like, when we had the house, before it was all done out, we didn't have the patio doors at the back. We had a chair sitting in front and her mom used to sit on that chair. And the way that I described her, she's like 100% convinced I saw her mother sitting yeah. on that chair. And a woman I have never met before. Mm-hmm. And it was honestly, it for, for as much as I saw, I could tell you the chair she was sitting on. And I can still see it today. Mm-hmm. I just It happened. It was over within a second. All right. So weird. It's it's all it's like as you said, it's interesting, but it's just like you're saying that you saw these things, but you're still a skeptic. Oh my god, my sister-in-law is in the chat. <laughs> uh, yes. She says, says Peppy killed Chuni. I freaked his dad put the Hoover on the dead body. Oh my oh. god. Oh well. <laughs> no, hi Michelle. <laughs> but yeah, but just just to point you wow. there, because because just because you're saying you've seen these things as well, but you're still a skeptic. So it's like I'm still just it's like I'm torn. 
mm-hmm. I'm like torn. I'm one of these people who like, yeah, I probably do believe more than what I'm lead on, but I don't want to look. So I don't want to look like that person. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> that, like I said, there's nothing, because I, I think a lot, there's a lot of stigma when it comes to this type of thing that people always look, <laughs> kind of look down on it, which is wrong. Cause again, that that's the always the big believer. Like people can believe what they want as long as they don't try and force the opinions on anyone oh, else. Good that, God, that, no. No, that's no, no. that's thing. But you should never be like made to feel ashamed <laughs> or bad for like having these beliefs as well. But um, because I, 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 I remember Graham saying something a, a, few, a little bit earlier there that that's an interesting point because like when we're talking about ghosts as a whole, there's 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 a wide variety of things because they'll say like there's the just the energies, then there's de- like apparently like demon bodies and stuff that become more um like violent or angry poltergeists so there is a, a w- wide range I, I wouldn't again not to like to shit on it or anything like that is there a reason particularly why there's such a wide range or like is there a particular reason why there's such differentiate between these type of bodies i i think for me there's a lot of um i think there's a lot of bollocks in the mix like there's mm-hmm. a lot of you know there's genuinely there must be something there and there's a lot of truth to it but the fact mm-hmm. is it's you know when you see these people and they immediately jump to demons they're like oh must be a demon in the house and you're just like going does it not have anything better to do really i mean it's you know it's the state of television nowadays you know the demons can't just sit down and watch netflix or something <laughs> but, um, but, no you know that makes me a bit skeptical the same with aliens and stuff like, mm-hmm. where you know like there's all these millions of different races and you just go and one guy ever has experienced that one race and you just go like okay i i'm gonna put that on the might be bollocks pile but um <laughs> I, I just want to <laughs> it's it's pretty full if i'm perfectly honest but um no uh actually could i just say about from a scientific angle like what we were saying earlier about like kids being more responsive to these kind of things i think mm-hmm. i i think it might just be because like you know, as we get older, we get used to stuff and the brain basically just goes, it normalizes stuff and it kind of skims over the stuff that it's used to. It's why time seems to pass faster when you get older because mm-hmm. we've experienced everything. Nothing surprises us because like, we're like, oh, you're doing the same thing. Like, you know, there those moments around the house where you sort of go, oh, where did I put that thing? I was just holding it. And it's because you've done it millions of times and your brain just stops. So I'm not going crazy. No, no, that's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the brain sort of just like, you know, uh, caching information, really. Uh, But then the problem is, as a kid, everything is new and you haven't been taught to write things Mm. off. And you haven't been like, you know, like, so there's probably loads of stuff that kids have that, like, as adults, we just kind of instinctively ignore without even registering. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't mean they're not still happening. It just means it's like Terry Pratchett in, like, the Discworld books where it's when they're talking about... um, is it is it in Morton stuff where basically the reason why people can't see death is because they choose not to because they're like nope nope that can't be happening so mm. you know and then only yeah. certain people that are open minded enough will go oh actually he's really there and I think mm. I, I don't know I think there's an element of that in it yeah no I, I agree it's, it's almost like again talking about books but like the Harry Potter uh, like when because he's been near death he could see the the beasts the that were pulling the, the nargles that were pulling the carriage no the kestrels. Mm. With Kestrels, 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 Kestrels. Did you say uh, narwhals? Narwhals. This that would be a very different film. <laughs> very different. Really? I have literally <laughs> just read how, that book as well. How how are they pulling the characters? <laughs> 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 But um, but yeah, like because they always say like trauma can like open up the brain and like aspects as well. So again, is that just different aspects of? 
being more open because the kid, as you said, being scientific is about the situation. Because when they always do tests on the human brain, they always say we're only using ten percent of the capabilities of what what could be used. Um, yeah. when the like say all them different aspects and and as you look at the human body and essence as well, I know like chemicals and imbalance causes different personalities and like different behaviors and how if like you see something happens to you that can change that behavior as well because like I've, I've seen it happen from a personal side of things then it's like say it makes you think is like human body just a ro- like as i said just a really complex machine and things like souls and energies do they exist but i'm one of these things where i believe in energy rather than actually spirits if that makes sense because because as logically you say is every reaction has got a reaction or reactions got an action so when you die there's energy in you that's got to go somewhere so that that's my belief and again i would love there to be an afterlife because then the fear of death goes away and scares because i think that's where a lot of this is drawn from is human is human and mankind's or womankind's uh, sorry i didn't want to generalize that uh, (laughs) is fear of of death, which is which is a very logical fear, because people don't want to know what's afterwards, and it's a nice little thing to think about that there's something there to that's going to happen yeah. or be be around after it's like that cozy type of element, and that's where a lot of religion comes from as well. Problems with religion as well, but we're we're not going to get into that. We're yes. filling in the blanks of our reality that, like, we don't know, and you know, it's like nowadays we're like, oh, the sun is a big star. It's not like you know. Mm-hmm. a ball of well it is a ball of fire but you know it's like that whole thing of where in the past people thought this and and it, you know and and the the thing is obviously people think that we're taking away the mystery of life by sort of answering stuff with science but there's mm-hmm. so much fucking out there in terms yeah. of the mystery of life it's like no no yeah. there's, there's there's more to come you know yeah. <laughs> but that definitely but um so would you say like, cause like i know there's a lot of things that we've ran through through there quite a lot and I didn't didn't want to just like shit on anyone so I was being very careful with the words I was using because I know how disrespectful sometimes it can be but um when as I said with the different entities and different beings and different levels like I don't know I know because Donna and Beth you said like with your experience have you ever has it just been like feelings or seeing things or have you had any experiences where like where the, the beings have been a little bit more Adventurous, shall we say? Physical. Mm? Physical? It's a bit of both, really. All right. Cool. Seen things, like I say, I've seen things. I actually see orbs. Mm-hmm. I actually, saw, when Donna was talking, I actually saw an orb. My <laughs> pastor, it was very quick. Donna, you're haunted again. But, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> but I see a lot of. Um, orbs in my house especially upstairs my room my sister's mm-hmm. room and downstairs there's things that happen downstairs that we can't explain we mm-hmm. still think my nan is here right just looking after you just, yeah just watching us making sure we don't do anything stupid well, like Santa, do you have to leave a plate of biscuits and something out and some <laughs> sherry <laughs> no but having said that before my, my brother moved in it was mm-hmm. one morning i could smell toast and right. no one was awake. Are we going back to the, how do you know you had a stroke? Thing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I have, um, smell is one of my things as well. I can smell flowers. Um, I can smell 
gas a lot. <laughs> My husband hates us for that because I will sit there and go, I'm sure I can smell gas. And he's like, there's literally mm. no gas in it. Like, apart from the heating in the boiler, which is in the garage, there's no possible way I can smell gas. Um, toast is another one, but flowers is a massive one. And I do get a, a hint of stale smoke which I am 100% convinced is my grandparents because they were very heavy smokers. (laughs) Well, the the brain can trick people into thinking stuff. So it's a, Beth, if you associated your grandma with toast and stuff, it might not be that there's actually the smell of toast, but because you're sensing your grandma and there's, you know, that extra sensory perception where you're Mm -hmm. just like, oh, she's here, that your brain's like, oh, yeah, toast. Yeah, it was. I don't know. Like, I'm totally Mm -hmm. assuming that. Yeah, that's understandable, but... I'm not the only one that experienced that. My mum yeah, has yeah. and my sister. And it's just that landing, we can hear footsteps and nobody's there. See, I wouldn't like that, though. I know, again, <laughs> the people like say like the cosy thing, but if someone's making noises and stuff, that would piss us yeah. off. I would be the grumpiest bastard as well. Especially, <laughs> you don't, especially... You're not bothered about the fact that there's some entity <laughs> walking around your house. It's like you just fucking, <laughs> fucking walk, walk me so Get the broom out. Be like, shut up. This, <laughs> it's not my revenant. Because mm-hmm. if it was, as we were saying, dogs, the dogs would react, especially yeah. the big one, Jasper, because he's so defensive of the property. Mm-hmm. We would know. Yeah. But there was one. My mum actually told us, went, were you on the landing last night? He went, no. Well, the dog was wagging his tail because everyone mm-hmm. wanted to play. Right. And the dogs will follow someone into the kitchen as well and I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. They look up and they'll follow someone into the kitchen. Or they'll nice. throw a toy at something that isn't there. Yeah. That's it. Animal reactions like, are insane. He just wants to play. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like uh, I remember, what is it? I There was a cat once that would come around to my house. You know how cats do. Mm-hmm. And it would just have bits <laughs> where it would just stare at a certain point in the wall. Like mm-hmm. a certain point on the wall. And there was nothing mm-hmm. going on there kind of thing. And I'm just going, hmm, is there something on the other side? Is there a rat in the wall? Is the rat just standing mm-hmm. still for like you know 10 minutes but it's just really strange being like what what is this animal doing yeah like, yeah. like I, yeah. you know donna is that a really good like indicate indication of things like have you ever had pets that have reacted and stuff um i hadn't had pets since i was younger so i've only just recently um got a pet again but i know that family members have had stuff like that with um pets like hairs on end and run down I did actually have that one time when I was babysitting um it was about three or four o'clock in the morning I was sitting watching like Kerrang while I was babysitting (laughs) and the dog was proper spooked running around so yeah but um actually I wanted to add um to one of the facts you're saying about like um kids pick up on stuff more Mm -hmm. I have heard that ghosts tend to come to when you're in a complete relaxed state of mind Mm-hmm. Which is why it comes to a lot of like people who are like during the night or when you're going to sleep. So I think that could be why kids see things more often. Yeah. Because they don't have a lot of like the stresses or worries that an adult has and they're a lot more calm. Oh, so that's why I'm so never, never come to me then because I'm stressed no. as fuck. Well, yeah. that's actually really, that's such a Damn really, your anxiety. <laughs> that is such a lovely segue to what I wanted to ask about next is has anyone experienced anything in a dream? Because I have, I have, I have had dreams where I have actually had a full-on conversation with my grandfather, where I have actually turned around at one point and said, in the dream, I was like, I had my phone in my hand, and I was explaining to him, I can't, I can't, I can never dial on my phone. 
um, in a dream. And I went, oh, God, this is a dream. And I'm like telling him what my phone is because my granddad died in 2000. He has never seen a mobile phone as oh, they yeah. are today. And I'm explaining to him the phone and I just look at him and go, my God, this is a dream. This yeah. is not real. This is not this is not actually happening. Um, but I'm going to quickly tell you all like what's been going on. Told him about, you know, me house my marriage and this that and the other and then he went well if it's not a dream if if, if, it, if it's going to end soon maybe you mm. should see your grandmother and my gran out of nowhere just came over give us a hug and that hug I can still feel today I can still feel the fact wow. that she touched us and I woke yeah. up and but I knew it was a dream and I remember telling him this is a dream has anyone had an experience because I do think that, that I do think that is like my grandfather coming to see us and I have felt like I had other moments like that before um yeah. anyone else or is it just happening? <laughs> yeah I don't I don't know if it, I'll, I'll come to you in a second Donna I'll just tell a free story um I don't know if it was a ghost but it happened quite only a few nights ago where I felt like something was on my back and I was in mid-dream and I dreamt that swing on my back. So to get it off, I rolled over and I actually fell out of bed. <laughs> and so, and, uh, <laughs> and, and I nearly knocked myself out because I smashed my head off the back of the on the drawers and everything. Oh, but, I, but Nick woke up, thought I'd drop my phone, but I like, literally just like say thought something was on my back. So I actually rolled mm-hmm. out of bed. That only happened, what was it, two nights ago? Yeah. <laughs> I know um, my sister has had dreams like that where she's uh, she's had physical like she can physically feel within mm. the dream. And my sister does, I, I don't think she believes. She used to, she was a massive Most Haunted fan, but I think mm. she's kind of very sceptical now, but she has had the, my sister-in-law who has just pointed out in the chat that she, she has had exactly the same. And I think it was our uncle, if I oh. remember rightly, I'm sure she'll correct us. But mm. I I generally believe that my granddad came to see me that night. Cool. Yeah. Well, but, sorry, like, Donna, for, sorry for cutting you oh, off. Sorry, there, Donna. Donna. It's all right. Um, <laughs> I do have a few stories, but um, leading on from what you said, Sammy, it makes us think of this one. So um, my friend, her best friend had passed away a few years ago. Her friend was called Sam. Um, I hadn't actually met her. Uh, and one night I, I woke up and she, her friend Sam was stood at the bottom of my bed in like a long navy dress. And she was pregnant and rubbing her belly. And just kind of saying, I'm okay. I thought it was kind of a weird thing to dream about because I'd never actually met the person. I didn't mm-hmm. really know much of what they looked like. After mm-hmm. that dream, I went on to Facebook and had never round. I decided to tell my friend about it. Mm-hmm. And then, because um, I was like, I don't think I'm weird, but I'm going to tell you this like dream realistic or whatever thing it was. And so she was so happy because she said that in the whole time she knew her, the happiest that her friend was, was when she was pregnant. And her favorite right. color was navy blue. And I was like, okay, oh, that's odd. But yeah, it made, made her happy when I did tell her, like, oh, a comfort thing, like, I'm okay now kind of thing. Mm-hmm. See, that, that's that's wonderful. But it, it's it's that idea of, like, so, you know, because w- what state do ghosts appear in? So obviously, like, we're saying, like, because I'm assuming that she didn't die when she was pregnant. No. Yeah, so it's that idea of, like, but the manifestation of it or the memory of it that you haven't experienced was at a time in their life which you didn't experience it's like it's really strange so it's like yeah. a, so that like a memory of a specific point of someone yeah well, well they do say that as well it's it's they're almost like the energy can leave like a like a recording in time i think it's called if mm-hmm. it's like where they'll be in constant state like of a, a memory that mm-hmm. they have that they're kind of reliving um but again that's more to what I would probably believe, like energy being transferred and moved into thing. Because as I said, 
everything, like even if you think about something, that leaves an electronic pulse like, in your brain. So that potentially could be stored, like as I said, as a going scientific computer. So mm. I know they're looking into, in I think Russia's close to being able to transfer uh, memories into like computer, like so you can actually save. I think that's what Russia's working on at the moment. That that was what came out on one of the conspiracy theory podcasts I listened to not too long ago. Oh, hold on, hold on. Are we saying that we're going to end up with Mecca Putin? <laughs> we, well, we were like, well, oh, it just comes over the over the horizon. Well, the, 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 funny enough, the, what you, you're making the joke, but the rumor is that oh, Putin God. Putin is supposed to be dying. That's why he's supposed to be going crazy now. Yeah, that's why he's like. Wow. No, wow. that's why. That's why he's trying to leave, he's trying to leave his legacy. Why he's just he's not taking anything, but he's supposed to have like got some kind of terminal illness. But then they're racking up all these type of technologies to try and either keep him alive or transform him into, as you said, into a computer form. Which again, oh my gosh. <laughs> But oh, again, that is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> that is so terrifying. Didn't Disney want that, or did he just want to be frozen? No, Disney's head. Walt Disney's head is still frozen away. Apparently, that is like false. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I hope it was true, but apparently, I'm, it is not. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure the Nazi lover is is frozen somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to dreams. Sorry. Am I crazy? <laughs> no, but yeah. am I crazy for for the for that? No, I, I think that's same amazing. thing happened with me with mm-hmm. my nana, and I turned around and said, "It actually upset us when I woke up." I said, "Nana, you're supposed to be dead. Why are you here?" Yeah, yeah. And it, it was such a realization that I had with yeah. my granddad that I was like, "Oh my god, this is this is not real." Like I know, yeah. and I'm saying it out loud to him. This I know this is not real. I know you're not here. It was so mm. crazy, and she turned around and said, "I may be dead, Beth, but I'll be always be. I'll always be with you." I, I was like very uncomfortable at that point. If you're having a bath, if you're having a wank, but yeah, uh, it's like this moment's <laughs> grandma, you can, you can take a break. Yeah. That's it, just boy your grandma. I <laughs> she didn't mean it like that. She meant. I know. I'm only joking. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm feeling bad now. I felt guilty as soon as it came out of my mouth. Actually, oh, <laughs> just making light because I, I do. I've, I have like such a strong belief that that night he came to see us, and. I am yet waiting for another visit. <laughs> yes. Because it's been a while. Um, yeah, I just, I, I had to bring that up because it's one of the things that even me sister can't explain the whole, it's the, it's the physical touch. That's so, what gets yeah. at. So with this as well, because what it sounds like, do you just feel like these ghosts are drawn to you or drawn, like, because as you, as you said before, with you having this, gift that's kind of unlocked or that you've already always had is it something that they can resonate to and like go towards you or is it just basically when you walk towards a building or walk into a building that it's attached to that building um i know like say some people's made comments that they attach themselves to objects as well and 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 if you want to go down the warren and the Oh, bullshit. But yeah, uh, sorry. <laughs> oh, these like um, pos- these possessed items. Yeah. I remember that program yeah. with what's his face from um, 
mm-hmm. ghost one. Zach Baggins, who oh. did like a whole yeah. possessed item I, thing. I am such a skeptic of um of yeah. Zach Baggins. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, one of my friends, uh, what is it, Baron LeVay, who's a very talented drag king. Like, I think that they've got that thing where they grew up with that and like ghost adventures and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and therefore they give it more credence. But I'm sort of sitting there as a skeptic being like, mm, mm. <laughs> you know. Uh, but, yes. Mm. Yes, but there's it's something about him. It's, it's interesting stuff, but it was the idea of he genuinely seems to believe this. Like, you know, it's this, I, you know, this thing like Derek Accord, where you just kind of go, I think you might be a charlatan and you're mm-hmm. quite aware you're a charlatan. Whereas I think with him, he's very much kind of like into it. Believes, <laughs> yeah. believes his own hype type thing. Um, yeah, maybe. Like, you know, yeah, whether he's... he knows he can make money out of it or whether he genuinely is a believer who's, you know, I, I think. I think there's a massive difference between American and British side of this. How do they, there's a yeah. big divide. Like I know, as I said, the programs we do, I know the piss take with Ghostwatch. Like the reason why I believed it was so long because Michael Parkinson was involved, and I didn't think Parky would trick us like that, the bastard. Parky to me. Parky? But uh, with the American shows, I know Netflix did a show. Um, I watched that. Like say, I binged it. It was only uh, for the Halloween special. Uh, 28 days in a haunted house and, my, and sister, it, my sister-in-law just mentioned that to me the other day yeah and it's basically they're going through um like i think it's a son-in-law from one of the warrens or one of his sons are uh, doing an investigation mm-hmm. to prove the theory of the warrens in that if you're in a haunted house yeah um it'll aggravate and it'll escalate to the point but with it being americans they had spiritualists in they had demonologists in and the way they went on, there were complete balance to each other, because mm. one because one of the spirituals like saying, "Look, I don't want to use mirrors because mirrors is gateways to bad yes. stuff." And, and I was getting, and like she's giving valid points, and they're like, "Well, what the fuck's she here for?" Uh, went all American on us in like uh, causing drama, so it almost like was like a fucking watching an episode of Big Brother, um, but <laughs> it, but it started to get to the point where it was so unbelievable and so ridiculed that it made a farce of the whole experiment if it was real because they had one guy who was a demonologist and for him to tap into the spirit world he wore a spirit helmet or something and it was just basically a bicycle helmet with lights on and it looked so stupid and ridiculous and honestly it was like i was like you're shitting us because before they were t- they were doing this very seriously. I was like, all right, might be a genuine experience. Mm. And like, say they were saying, oh, this person, like one of the people sits in a coffin and get, yeah, great, they're in a funeral parlor, it's spooky as fuck. But he put this fucking bike helmet on and it tapped him into the energy so much that he had a heart attack and they rushed him to hospital and they let him and they let him out the next day. They said, oh, they've never experienced anything. I've showed all signs of a heart attack, but I didn't have one. By this point, I was like, fuck you. Oh my god! Do you know what? I have like this image of like peacemaker's helmet. It was it, 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 it was worse than that. It was it was almost like vigilante had made this shitty light up thing, and it was like <laughs> honestly, honestly, watch it just for the rigs because the start in the episodes it is entertaining, and they think right, this is going to be serious. It's going to be taking it serious, but it gets to the point where it's like, dude, you've just made it this. Yeah, I think the problem is though that it's like you know, like uh, hopefully. 
uh, Donna and Beth will agree that it's the fact of sometimes you need things to tune you into things. You need like, like it's why we have meditation. It's why we have ritual where it's the mm. idea of most of the time, I don't think ritual or lighting candles or sort of the specific words of spells mean anything, but they mm-hmm. get people into the mindset to make things happen or experience mm-hmm. things that's the way I would justify yeah. it in my head and I think it's this idea this poor bastard just has it where it's like oh you have to put this stupid hat on everyone else is just like oh I've got this amulet there we go sorted yeah. you know whereas he's like I'll put my helmet on <laughs> you know and he's just going oh really could, could you pick a better one you know like, like but, you have hmm. all the objects to try and hone your power in <laughs> you are going to pick a fucking helmet yeah, but, wait, but then he switches. He's gonna switch on the power now, and he switch switches on, on. And, 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 and the lights turn on as well. I was like, did it add some sort of drink straw as well? Sorry, Sorry what was that? Did it add some sort of drink straw to it as well? Yes, <laughs> like a can on the back of the helmet. Ghost hunting is thirsty work. <laughs> but yeah, but, get myself pissed up on this helmet. <laughs> Because I know, like, say with the like the British side of things, there's not many shown on TV now. Normally, the, oh, the, you do get yeah. YouTube specials. Um, mm. There was mm. one I watched uh, a few years ago because, like, say after the most haunted episode, I was obsessed. I like, say I love the law of Pendle Hill um, yes, and the Pendle Hill so witch trials. And like, like when you look back, the actual story of Pendle Hill is it's a brilliant story. And mm-hmm. and most haunted did actually highlight some points, even though it went crazy by the third episode when Derek Cora said he saw yeah. an alien and I was like oh, for dude, fuck's you, sake man you have two, two great episodes and you've just fucked us now so mm-hmm. and he didn't even use lube so it wasn't great but um oh my god but with this um like I say they've done like say if, if, I can't remember the thing but the, the guy spent a few days in Pendle Hill and they just went investigating the history and investigating like what what went on mm-hmm. either these women were going through doing witchcraft and doing these horrible things or they were just persecuted because they were different as as the, with the Salem. But apparently the energy and stuff, that's always a place I've always wanted to go as well. So the Pendle Hill information always does like bring back. I don't know if anyone knows about the stories of Pendle Hill or I've looked into it before. I've tried to look into it, but mm. it, on, quite honestly, the, the, the material that I had was boring as shit. Um, <laughs> but I do remember... Um, I do remember watching the most haunted one, and I know big like little bits about it, but it is interesting. It is our Salem, like that. Can I just hear dogs growling? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what it's, the hell? What's it's going Nova. On? Fireworks it... are going off. She's frightened um, of them. I thought I was talking about Pendle Hill, and they'll get. No, we're not talking about that anymore. <laughs> I thought somebody was hungry. I feel like I've said something because. Grant is pointing something out and laughing, and now my sister-in-law is laughing in the chat, and I don't know what I've said. <laughs> oh dear! To be fair, can oh, I just dear. draw attention to how amazing the chat is? Yes, it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I think Grant was saying that he'd come back and possess a dildo. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lee, Lee's had some class stuff uh, Michael, well what's Michael just said yeah do yourself a favour and don't google ghost helmet <laughs> so... <laughs> the chat has been absolutely <laughs> phenomenal tonight so thank you guys for joining us oh have I lost someone? We've, we've lost, lost Beth, Beth. Has... I think she's got to sort her dogs out <laughs> has, has the ghost got you? have you <laughs> has Gaza come with her fishing rod? do you know what that does to the YouTube I'll put this up until Beth comes back. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, um, Pendle Hill. Yes, I know the 
the most haunted episodes and they are freely available to watch on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of the stuff are. And uh, when it comes to the Pendle Hill, um, like the episodes, all three of the episodes, I would say watch the first, um, actually, actually the, uh, number one and number three. the alien? <laughs> uh, when when Derek says I'm gonna, I could be like because he scores all weird and stuff, and says I'm gonna be disbanded. Or I'm back. You're back. You're gonna be disbanded <laughs> because I'm saying that. But he's good. I see an alien. It's like no, you really don't. No, uh, my God, you just got and ruined like two brilliant episodes by calling out <laughs> fucking aliens. Yes, we're watching but, ghosts, Derek, not aliens. <laughs> but the thing what I always found interesting because uh, with that one was quite good when they did a. Like when they do the Ouija boards or the, like the seances, mm-hmm. um, I always find it quite interesting as well. Especially like say when it comes from like the Ouija boards being a like a was it Hasbro or? Um, oh was, yeah, it's um, it's Hasbro, isn't it? Yeah, or is I've, it? I've I can't remember. So. Um, Martel maybe maybe Martel actually Martel Martel who actually brought out the actual um, the board and yeah again. I'll be honest. I've ne- like say I've owned Ouija boards, but I've never actually been partaken in- into it just because I don't know. It's the fear factor of actually in. But has anyone actually d- did one or been yeah. part of one? Yeah, many. Have you got anything was... out of it though? Like, because I always wonder if you know people do Ouija board, Ouija boards, and it's literally like someone sat on their phone or something. You know, like. You know, you just have this big string of sort of like, oh, right, okay, sorry, no, the 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 entity's like, uh, you know, stood on its phone or something. As a mm-hmm. as as a child who was absolutely like obsessed with horror and trying to, and my friends were no different. We were trying to scare each other on a regular basis. That was the the aim of the game, really. Um, Ouija boards was the was the one thing that we used to do quite frequently. Um, and yeah, it was a lot of bullshit. We were literally pushing it ourselves because we were literally just trying to scare each other. Um, we were obsessed with the movie Witchboard. Right. Um, which oh, wow. we just, we only know, we only knew it as Ouija, but it, in actual fact is Witchboard. It's from the 80s. It is absolutely phenomenal. It's on YouTube if you want to watch it. It is brilliant. But we were obsessed with that movie. So Ouija boards are a thing. Um, I, I do own one. It was the centerpiece for my wedding. Was a Ouija board and a planchette, um, and it's in my living room right now. So there was no message on it saying "Don't do it, run away." Don't do it, thing. run! <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> Just leave. What about, what about Donna? You seem like a spooky bitch that would do something with a Ouija board. <laughs> um, I did a lot of them with my friends. I also agree that the bullshit, but I also don't like them. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like them. We never really got anything from them. <laughs> Emma's just reminded us that we did one in the playground next to my house. And I've known Emma since we were 16. So that's how old I was. <laughs> can, can, I just, can I just say, though, on the subject of um, Ouija boards and, like, divination, because that ties into what we're saying, yeah. like, there are some really shit forms of divination that are, like, you know, Ouija boards are, like, really direct, where it's literally you get a message and it's yes or no. And it's like, you know, it's like, oh, cool, this is, like, the technological advancement of that but i remember in the silent hill in silent hill one the video game it has the character dahlia gillespie basically being like oh i knew you would come it was foretold by gyromancy and then obviously now that we have the internet i googled what gyromancy is and it is the stupidest thing in the entire world (laughs) it's basically you have the alphabet in a circle and you walk round in circles until you stumble so that might be like 50 laps or something. And then that's the letter. 
and you just keep oh. doing imagine if it was like a wrong number or something unless you were a bit clumsy that day walking for five hours you know it's like and i'm like going yeah <laughs> just like there must be some really terrible forms of divination out there oh wow um i had a um a karma reading done recently at Tynemouth um market and the woman who I had it from, the minute I sat down, she actually asked if I could just just sit back just a few inches away from her. She said the anxiety that was coming off me was overpowering. And at the time, I was in the worst place. Um, and she actually said to us, you have a light side and a dark side. You need to move from your dark side and stop looking at your Ouija board and move to your light side. And it wasn't until I got home and realized I do yoga. I do yoga every day. My mat sits between my cabinet and my little side cabinet. My cabinet on this side has my Ouija board, which I would normally face. And my other cabinet has my crystals. So I want you to stick your ass out the way with the Ouija board rather than your face. Was, yeah, she was, like, <laughs> she was like, you need to stay away from the Ouija board. So yeah. I now do yoga on the other side. I face the other side. And I, my performance is so much better. <laughs> we, 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 she sort of, we, was she a spiritualist or like a feng shui? It was more. <laughs> um, I've never actually, it's, honestly, it's the first time oh, I've ever done anything like this before. But it was more cards. She was doing a lot. It was like cards and it literally like on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Not tarot, but it was. Yes, it was tarot, but was it, it was... healthy families. But saying that though, when we did the episode with Holly, um, Holly Golightly, that mm-hmm. like amazing artist from uh, America, like you say, part of the group, uh, she's just got a job doing Archie comics again. So she's yep. doing like the Christmas well special. Done, Holly. Uh, um, she came on the podcast and she did a, a, a kind of like a card reading for us. Um, and it was just like so. It was at the time it was me, Sam, and Charlotte. And again, I'll I'll be I'll be honest. I was blowing smoke. I I, I don't. It's it's not something that I heavily believe in or anything. I, I, but the things that she said to us, and again, we have had interactions with Holly basically through like Instagram or just small messages. Mm-hmm. So there isn't really too much knowledge unknown. She yeah. picked out stuff that just off a oh. little like. I know a conversation that we had mm-hmm. that fucking scared the life out of me. <laughs> no, episode. If you watch back, you can see me go. I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we end now? It was. It was. It was absolutely spectacular. Um, I can't remember what it in actual fact she said to us, but I just remember at the time thinking, "How does she know this? <laughs> Make it stop." <laughs> I do. Um, I am like. I am quite spiritual in a way. Like I do like my, I do like tarot and I do like, um, I have, it's more moon. The moon fascinates mm-hmm. me more than that. The energy from the moon mm-hmm. fascinates me more than anything. And yeah. I do have a lot of moon, do a lot of moon readings, mm-hmm. but that's just me interpreting. That's not somebody else interpreting, but I've never, ever had one of those um, readings done before. And it was no. just mind blowing. Just some of the stuff like, like she came out with. Yeah. Um, I, I did enjoy it. I was I mean, very the, much taken aback. The other side of the scale, I had, I went to obviously a fortune teller once and they got every single thing wrong. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, okay, that wouldn't help at all. Like, yeah. So yeah. they were like, oh, you know, this was like 20 years ago. And they're like, oh, you will move to Edinburgh and you you will be happily married to a woman with like several kids. And I'm just like, oh, well. Okay, oh. well, um, that's uh, unexpected, really. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's I've... one of these things. It's like, I don't think my boyfriend at the time really minded, but uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> but but it's that it's that thing where you just kind of go like, but it's weeding out the ideas because there must be genuine people like this because so many people experience things. Cause, yeah, like because mm-hmm. what you're saying there, that's so specific. Like you know, like and you know, if they were a faker, they wouldn't make a leap like that. You know how yeah. like, you have people who read rooms where they just go, oh, is there a Dave in the room? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> I think there might be. Is but there to a say, Oh, you have a Ouija board. Like they might have gone like, oh yeah, you've got black hair. Maybe you're a goth. Maybe you've got a Ouija board. But if they missed that. That would have yeah. probably immediately shaken you off. Mm. So yeah. I have um my mom, when I told my mom I had this read, my mom is always very much on the on the case of please be careful, please don't mm-hmm. read too much into this because my mother's auntie was very much into mediums um and she would go and see one frequently. And instead of allowing the universe to provide, she went and did it anyway. Mm-hmm. So she was totally listening to these mediums of what they were telling. She went and she left her, ki- her husband, her kids. She just went off and had a, the- she did it beforehand and my mum hated it. But my mum did the same thing. She went to a medium when she was pregnant with me because at the time they didn't offer scans to women for um for gender or anything like that. And she went to a medium and was told, you're having a girl. And lo and behold, here I am. And then she <laughs> went and did the same with my sister <laughs> and was told, you're having a boy. My sister oh. was Daniel, was Daniel right up until the minute she was, oh my God, it's a girl. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Michaela, poor Michaela. Oh, Michaela. That put is why Michaela in. is Michaela. Give it five more minutes. Go on, put it back. <laughs> That's why my sister is called Michaela because it is literally my dad's name with an E on the end because yeah. they did not know how, they did not know what a name <laughs> No, but I remember, uh, like, say, being at school, um, like, say, because I went to DM Dot, it was a bit of a dodgy school, I'll be honest, down in Roker. Um, <laughs> um, like, say, there was a lot of obsession with Ouija boards and, like, say, that type of thing where a lot of kids were getting into them or talking about them and stuff to the point where it was going around the schools that they actually got the local priest to come in to talk to us about it. So, um, and what he said always stuck with us as well. He's good. There's a lot of evil in the world. Um, but when it comes to like say Ouija boards and stuff, it's more mental harm than actual conjuring or doing anything. So if you've got the mental capability of thinking something's bad, and then something like a tool, like a Ouija board, t- taps into that. Mm-hmm. It's it can have more mental distress or mental harm to people than it realizes. So that was the kind of thing he, he kind of pushed on. And I always remember that because like this was a man that, as I said, believes in God, makes like, a religion and stuff, and he's talking to us on was talking to us on such a a normal level that it wasn't mm-hmm. going to go all God like demons and bad things. It was talking about like a mental health aspect. And this was in like the eighties before mental health was a thing uh, that came out. So that always did really stand, like I say, stand to me and think that's why I've always kind of looked as Ouija boards as a bit of a joke aspect. I never really wanted mm-hmm. to, to do them as, as they call because yeah. of that kind of conversation that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know, like I say, a lot of people do have different aspects and different views and it can affect there as well. Um, but I know Donna said she's got a few other stories as well. So I'm, I'm come on, Donna, enlighten us. So I'm waiting for her to go all Haley Joel Osmond on us. <laughs> Before I got the stories, actually, um, my mum does um readings and, oh. and stuff, 
Um, she's also saved a lot. And one of the ones she got told when she was younger is that when I grow up is that I'd become a big spiritualist. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I never really went down that route unless that happens when I'm older. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I have um, had a couple of weird experiences where I've said something or I've kind of predicted something, not mm-hmm. about a per- not so much about a person, um, so I had this weird experience when I was a kid. Um, I was building some towers up and knocked them down. And there was a comment about the Twin Towers being knocked down. And it was the day after when that happened. Um, there's things oh, like... Um, did you cause it? Is, it? is that what we're saying? I mean, is this, this you? Is, is this you admitting you, it? Okay, I thought Paul was the biggest criminal on this podcast. <laughs> but you're like, you know... You've taken it to a whole, whole different level. Don't we're there, we're there. Donna, are you Bin Laden? but there's like there's like random things where i've like said something's going to happen that's happened um even as an adult um in my old house i said like oh i'd said that the next door neighbor was going to pass away i sensed it i had a feeling it was going to happen and the next morning the fuck away from me she actually actually (laughs) passed away during the night because the next morning, the, and during the night it was weird, I heard cats crying and everything, and it probably freaked me out. But there's just like little daft things. Like the other day when I was in the hospital, I'd had like 10 lots of bloods taken. On the 10th one, I was like, she's going to fuck it up this time. And it's going to squirt everywhere in my head. She fucked it up and the blood squirted everywhere. And I was like, fuck, I wish I could have told somebody that. Like there's nobody <laughs> here. And, and like it just sounds made up. But I generally yeah. think random things and it happens. So it's not so much readings or anything, but just I, I still find yeah. it weird. Donna, if you have any premonition, keep it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I always wonder about this, though. Like, it, obviously, you get it a lot in sci-fi and stuff in terms of storylines and stuff. But, like, I think the the isn't it kind of good that divination is so imprecise? Like, you know, mm. the idea of being able to tell the future, because it's like in Star Trek and stuff where they go, hey, you can actually tell exactly what's going to happen in the future. Um, that kind of ruins your life, really, because you kind of, you know, because... That would be horrible. It'd be horrible to be able mm. to accurately go, oh, in three weeks this will happen, or two weeks this will happen, or this will happen down the line, kind of thing. Like, you know, so I get a bit scared by the idea of if tarot and stuff was like genuinely accurate rather than yeah. just giving you a vague, like, because what one of the experiences my mum's friend had, and that's why how you can tell that it's might be nonsense. Um, my mum's friend had it where she went to go and see a fortune teller and the fortune teller like looked at her and then refused to give her a reading kind of thing. And then it was like the next day she got hit by a car and you're just going like, yeah. And it's one of those weird things and you're like, are they related? Is it just coincidence? But it's this idea of like, I, I can't imagine a fortune teller being like, no, I won't take your money. No, like, you know. I, have, I have heard that if a medium can't read you, it's not because you, there's nothing there to read. It's because you can do it yourself. Oh, really? That's what that yeah that's yeah. What I, yeah that's what I've heard. My um one of my old managers at work, where I work, she after she lost her parents, she used to go and see a medium quite a lot, and um, probably just more out of comfort than anything else. And it, they used to have to go in groups. And one of the girls was told you I, she was like I can't read you. And this girl got incredibly upset, thinking Jesus Christ, I'm going to drop down dead tomorrow. Um, mm. And the medium had to pull it to one side and said, No, I can't read you because you can actually do all this yourself. You know the answers. There's nothing I can tell you that you don't already know. And it was, uh, it, that, that's what I heard anyway. But is that because you'd be just... like, well, if I give you a tenner, will you save me the time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm really lazy. lazy. Take <laughs> my money. <laughs> yeah, 
But isn't it like deja vu is like I say an element of it as well? Because I know like is it that type of feeling you get? Is it a similar type of feeling or is it completely not the same? Again, I'm just coming at this as someone that hasn't got a, a Scooby, to be honest. Um so is that the type of feeling you do get, Donna? Or um it... I I get deja vu generally like a lot, but um on them it's not I can't look at somebody and think, Oh, this is going to happen to them. It's just completely random. Like yeah. my dad blames me for Patrick Swayze's death because I said it the night before. It's completely random, like why Patrick Swayze, why the Twin Towers? It's 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 just crazy mm. stuff. Like it's nothing that I'm thinking about. It's just weird random. Any, any more up. any more coincidence, Donna? Did, did, I don't know. Did, did, did you put Baby in the Corner? <laughs> I used to love that movie as well. <laughs> and you killed him. <laughs> so, so, Beth, how are you going to follow that? <laughs> I um, kind of predicted the Queen's death. Well, to be fair, that, that was easy. That, yeah. the, the BBC let us know before that. We, we saw well. a picture of her and we were like, mm, mm. Mm. You know. The only person we can save her now is Jim Henson's the Jubilee. Right. <laughs> I turned around to my mum and said she's going to die within the next three to four months. And she did. Right. No, but, been and wake, think, but, but hadn't there been weekend of burn space. for those six months? Watch the space, <laughs> though, but I don't think Charles will have long on the throne. Really? So hearing it first, hearing it here first, predictions. I think people are like going five years. They're kind of going like, let's not change the currency yet. Like, I yeah, let, three, let us let us have a king on there for a three million. years. Three. Oh, okay, okay. We, right. We'll, we'll hold, sketch hold this down. On. Are we going to take bets on this? <laughs> we'll <laughs> sketch like this down. Hang on. Oh my so, god, a Deadpool. You, you've done that thing where you like I've picked five and you've gone. Oh, I'm going to hedge my bets and go low <laughs> until. It's like, oh, no, I, I've said three years to my mum. Three years. Okay. I am. Well, I am pissing my sides laughing at goodwill. I heard Donald was in a tunnel in Paris in August 1997. I was trying to keep a straight face. Did you hear the previous comment where... Uh, we were talking about the Twin Towers and it's Donna destroys two big erections full video. <laughs> and then Grant said that Donna doesn't seem like a Bush type of girl. <laughs> Going back on the deja vu thing, I believe in past lives. Right, okay. And right. sometimes deja vu happens because you've experienced it in a past life. And if you've got a fear of something, like say a fear of fire, for yeah. no particular reason that you can't explain, it is said that you died of fire in a past life, like yeah. in a burning building, mm-hmm. or you might have been a witch and got burned at the yeah. stake. Yeah. I, that's what I truly believe in. And I think a lot of people have past lives and don't realise it. Yeah. I just, I've always put deja vu down. It was a glitch in the Matrix. That's, that, that's an interesting one, though, about... Um, I, I mean, I've had deja vu. Like, that's one of the things that I would definitely say happens. where you And you kind of go, like... You know, I, I've because the problem is the the big problem with deja vu is you can't measure it because when it happens, you just go, "Is this my brain just yeah. thinking mm-hmm. it experienced yes. this before?" Yeah. But then the problem is you'd have to write down everything you ever thought or felt or experienced ever in order mm-hmm. to then look back and be like, "Oh yeah, I have done that." And it's it's so difficult to test that you just go, oh, "Bollocks!" But we've all experienced like you know that it, that glitch. Hmm. Yeah, but that that. Again, the past lives one is like just to quickly touch on that again. 
it's always an interesting one because I know there's a lot of beliefs out there about like reincarnation and moving and stuff like that. I always find that quite a sad way as well because if you mm-hmm. if, if you kind of go and pass through past lives, you don't re- if you don't remember, it's kind of like a wasted journey. Mm-hmm. But there's um, a lot of people say that if for no particular reason as well, you've got a passion for something. Like for example. Mm-hmm. This is before I was a Kylie and Danny fan. I have always wanted to go to Australia, and I don't mm-hmm. know why. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that I died on one of the ships going to Australia. All right. And I were never you, got the chance. Were you, were you a criminal, were you? No. No, right. I, I truly believe I was um, a young girl who died on the ship. Right. I would see. I would love to go to Australia, but they've got giant spiders, so that's, spiders. that's, a, that's a no-go no. for me. Yeah. No. Well, it was really no odd the podcast i've got like the guest that we just had uh when was it wednesday on wednesday i think it was the guest we had was diabetti from rupaul's drag race season 14 and oh, they're right. just about to embark on like a tour of australia and mm-hmm. there and we were uh, you know and they're really excited because they're like oh my god i get to see koalas and i might get <laughs> to see like um kangaroos and i'm like i don't think they're just littering the streets i don't think it's just like what is what these fucking koalas everywhere you know like triples but it's um but then i know for a fact that the the big spiders are everywhere you know yes. and i'm just saying like oh that's kind of a horrible thing about australia but um yeah. i think you get used to it though like you know it's like in the uk mm-hmm. we have rats whereas there's probably countries in the world that don't have rats mm-hmm. as much know, rats are everywhere yeah. are they because i wonder if there's some countries where it's like oh nah no rats here you know I want to go to Cat Island in Hong. Is it Hong Kong? Where there's a island made of cats, <gasps> made of cats. It's no, just a, not, like, it's just a cat living in Derby ever. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is like, okay, I've got no. an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to use concrete? <laughs> no. <laughs> make it of cats. And he's now banned from every pet shop in the Western world. <laughs> so if you, if you went to Asia, like, you'd be fine, on. wouldn't you? Really? So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm insulting every every uh, <laughs> every every nationality tonight, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> but yes, so I, I know because, <laughs> like, because Beth did mention that she did see orbs going around Donna's head. So, Donna, do you have any feelings about you tonight? With it being Devil's Night? Oh yeah. And the veil is becoming lifted. Has anyone got any? That's tomorrow night, where oh, the veil is. The <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have some more stories. I do have some more stories to tell you. Go, cool. oh, come on. Go on. So you don't, to, you don't have to wait a bit for us to prompt you to say, "I've got a story." Here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a few from my old house. Actually, I think that's probably the house I've experienced uh, most supernatural stuff in. Um, mm. So, like. Because we were living in um, Tookie's granddad's house, my partner. Uh, we had to move out of there because it was too big when his granddad passed away. So we moved to a house, um, a two-bedroom house. Um, I had my daughter there. And um, I just set the scene. So I was sitting on the toilet. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> and then I hear a running and a laughter. And I open the bathroom door and I'm like, Alexis, what, what are you doing up here? I thought you were downstairs with dad. So quickly finish off, go into the bedroom. And because um, I've heard laughing in the bedroom, continue to walk in, nothing there. And I'm like, Alexis, where are you? Are you hiding? Thinking she's hiding from us. And then I hear laughter and stuff coming from downstairs. And I'm like, what What the fuck? So I get this like proper cold feeling over us of panic. I went down. I was like, did any of you go upstairs? 
they're like no we've been down here the whole time so this little girl that I saw running and laughing was not Alexis and then I'll, I'll proper crash myself like <laughs> you might get back on that toilet <laughs> there was a proper cold feeling come over as like a realization but there's been quite a few um and you were talking about anything where there'd been anything physical happen I've mm-hmm. only ever experienced one thing with physical um so there was like quite a few months where I kept seeing well obviously what I believe is a ghost which was quite a not a like nice looking ghost like scraggly hair like kind of like loaded up the kind of stuff that people you know see in movies and whatnot Mm. but this went on for months and months um and I was terrified like properly terrified and I had a four poster bed in that house with curtains on um and one night I kept seeing this ghost and I did not get any sleep at all. I nodded off for like five minutes and I woke up with the tie back of the bedpost, like tied around my neck really tightly. And I, I probably shit myself like, and I woke took you up, but he doesn't believe in anything like that. He's really skeptical, even though um, it wasn't long after that, he admitted seeing a little boy following around following me around that house all the time and it was only when I was there but he said it's probably just his imagination but he always saw a little boy following us but he now doesn't believe that it was a ghost just his imagination so I did have quite a lot in that house um another thing that happened um my dad had dropped us off at that house and he went to drive away and I looked at him and I waved and I saw a vision of myself sitting in the passenger seat. And I was like, what the hell? I must be tired. And when I told my dad about it, he was like, that was probably your twin. Because I was um, a triplet, but the only survivor. So mm-hmm. when I mentioned it to my dad, he was like, that was probably your twin, Joanne. And he found that confident that she was oh. probably in the car with him when he drove away. So That's I did crazy. have quite a lot of experiences in that house. So there's a, there's a couple of them. <laughs> I mean, I was going to make a joke about the fact of obviously your life of crime has started earlier. You know, so obviously <laughs> you had two siblings that you've offed before you got round to Diana, the Twin Towers, uh, and the Queen. Patrick Swayze, yes. Patrick Swayze, yes. And, uh, Patrick, Patrick Swayze, it was Beth who did the Queen, yeah. Yes. <laughs> did the Queen in many ways. Did it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's like... That is... I love. I like that he can just ignore the boy. He just saw this boy and he was just like, "Hmm, must be my imagination." It's not the only thing. He doesn't believe in it at all. Like he believes my experiences, but um, Mm -hmm. he went out drinking one night with his friend Adam, and they got back home uh, about four o'clock in the morning. It was like Leechmere Road, where Asda is. They looked out the window and they saw a young Victorian boy looking back at them. Both of them saw it, right? And to this day, they say. Oh, we must have just been drunk. And I'm like, so he's both drunk and both saw this boy and still say it's not a ghost. And I'm like, at four o'clock in the morning, and he's like, maybe some kid was dressed up. And I'm like, so some kid was dressed up outside as they're looking up at your window at four o'clock in the morning. What (laughs) kid in the town is dressed up in a Victorian outfit? Cosplayers. (laughs) (laughs) Especially (laughs) at this weekend, you just go like these bastard Victorian cosplayers or LARPers. LARPers. Oh, obviously, with me living in um, Wall's End, I live near Segadunum. Mm-hmm. What? Pe- Segadunum is the um, museum in Wall's End. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Donna knows or hears about this, but people have actually seen and heard that Romans 
in the actual courtyard I've, yeah, of I've heard, Sega Dunham. I, yeah, I've heard this story because I've said the same roundabout. Uh, was it the fort in South Shales? Yeah. That, that there's yes. supposed to be like here, like uh, like steps from like marching and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I know when I lived down in Roker, um we used because I used to live next to St Peter's Church, like a Dame Dot, literally over the road. Mm-hmm. So we used to go, and then like again, there used to be lots of stories about Dame Dot and like like uh, when it was like Ramsap with the Vikings and stuff, and like all the things that went on there. Um, it, that was a, I was that's probably the spookiest church I've ever been into. I don't know if anyone's like we had to go in every mm-hmm. school nativity player we had to go to the, uh, there but it was um it was one of the like what spookiest feelings of ever going in especially when you yeah. go around the back and the tombs and stuff but it um got to the point where people actually thought there was a reenactment because they could actually see these people but it wasn't mm-hmm. there were actually romans that were there right and i've seen things at the museum as well but the only thing again this is this is probably the where, where my skeptical brain comes into it. Mm-hmm. When anyone ever sees a ghost, or like say it is always like from a certain time, it's either Victorian or Roman, or like say an old war soldier or something like that. You don't get many where it's like a like a, an eighties kid or a nineties child <laughs> or anything like that. I know. I'm saying you don't really see like hear stories of like people like uh, like. Like hearing like like a young kid listening to Michael Jackson like beat it or something like that. <laughs> but Wait, it, how about we give it thirty years and then suddenly we have all these yeah. all these ghosts that are like you know just Don't with crazy forget, haircuts. A lot of buildings are also put on other buildings, so that's where the mm-hmm. energy is coming from, like mm-hmm. graveyards. Yeah, and then obviously in America you've got Native American burial sites which, where nobody knows where. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, Buildings have been put on. Well, they've just been, well, well, other, other, or they've just picked like what the, the horrible things. What they used to do was just basically dig up all the the graves and just move them to yes. middle of nowhere, and they used yeah. to build anything on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, uh, can I can I just say though? I heard, I'm going to go off on one. I'm afraid, but it's the I I remember watching a fascinating film when I was younger. Okay, and it because it came on a DVD along with Ghost Watch, so it was basically like a dual box set thing mm-hmm. ages right. ago. And it was a, it was obviously a, like a, a fake, you know, it was a story, but basically it was called The Stone Tape. And it was about the idea that like places are haunted because the location remembers the actual things that went on there, but that it was something special about actual stone that does it. And therefore, and it kind of explained, you know, and it was used to explain why you don't get modern ghosts because we don't use stone that much. So in yeah. the Roman days and stuff, it's the idea of, and it, you know, obviously there's more to it, but I thought it was such a fascinating mm. concept, mm. like the idea of we don't get ghosts now because what we build houses with and the locations that we dwell in were either not there long enough or these different materials don't resonate the same way mm. as they did in the past. But uh, yeah. I don't know, but I, I personally think that it's more that people see what they expect to see. So if they're, if they're at a Roman fort, then they're going to tune in to mm-hmm. the idea of seeing Romans, you yeah. know, like if they're in a uh, exactly. castle, they're going to expect to see Elizabethans, you know, yeah. even though someone from the eighties, like listening to Tears for Fears, was probably there and died. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that, that like I said, is always an interesting like aspect as well. But um, going back to because because both Beth mentioned about the like in America and stuff, I, I, yeah, I think it will be a miss 
to not have a ghost story podcast and not talk about the amazing movie that was Poltergeist as well. It is one of probably my favorite mm-hmm. ghost stories. Same, but yeah. but some of the stories that come out from that movie, like I know, like I say, I don't know what's bullshit, what's not, that they actually used uh, real skeletons and stuff as part of aspects. So the actual set was supposed to be um, either cursed or haunted as well. So there's loads of. I've never heard any of that. I like because you hear about the omen and stuff, and you hear about the, yeah, the omen, omen being cursed yeah. and whatnot, but I've never heard of anything for Poltergeist. So the Poltergeist one is obviously the deaths of Heather O'Rourke, uh, Dominique Dunn, and the they use the gentleman from the second one who freaked people out. He died shortly after that, but he was very poorly. But Dominic Dunn mm-hmm. and Heather O'Rourke, they died on like Heather O'Rourke was um poorly, misdiagnosed. But Dominique Dunn was murdered, and um, mm-hmm. these skulls were real. Spielberg yep. wanted realism, so <laughs> he mm-hmm. got them realist skulls. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just the, the whole Poltergeist movie is or series is heavily shadowed in mm-hmm. um, controversy and yeah and stuff like yeah. that. I've not. I've only just recently because I am such. I didn't realize how much of a fan I was of the Omen until I recounted how many times I've actually seen it. And I was like, oh, oh, I am a fan of The Omen. Like, I, I do find this like, one of my favourite films. Um, but I didn't know there was, like, stuff around that. Yeah, well, well, all The Omen oh, was yeah, heavily... Because, stuff. Yeah. Everyone yeah. who was in The Omen is, like, messed mm-hmm. up. Like, loads of crew people yeah. died. Loads of things went horribly wrong on set, like injuries and stuff. It's like, yeah, there's a whole YouTube hole mm-hmm. you can go down but the poltergeist yeah. i hadn't heard about but i love the idea that spielberg's like you know what we need real dead bodies and everyone's <laughs> just like it's very good that health and safety hasn't been invented yet isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah he wanted realism he got it and the actress who played the mother did not know about it until she smelled them Oh. And she went, that is, she went, that's not fake. That is so, not fake. So is that how Spielberg got real dinosaurs in Jurassic Park? Because he wanted it. real <laughs> He wanted real, Paul, so he went out and got real. Got the dinosaurs. If Spielberg wants it, he will get it. Oh, that's why That's why Harrison Ford keeps coming back as Indiana Jones, <laughs> even though he's basically a skeleton at these days. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 his acting career is uh, supported by necromancy, I think. Oh, 100%. <laughs> that man has been praying to somebody. <laughs> but again, uh, I'm trying not to laugh there. Um, is there, because like I say, there's not really that many places, I would say, in the oh. Northeast that they would say legendary for, like, Haunted areas or spooky things as well. I know, like I said, obviously, like London, New York, or Edinburgh, um, like I said, the vaults and everything. Um, I did a tour once in Dublin when we went over. We'd done a ghost bus, bus tour. And again, you don't know what half the stuff they tell you is bullshit or half is true. But uh, one of the stories I like to talk you to this old club. Um, and said it was a hellfire club, and it says like there was actual yeah. rituals and sacrifices that went oh, there. Um, no, no, not it wasn't the X Files. Don't worry, uh, X Men. Sorry, Stranger, I thought I thought like Stranger <laughs> Things. Uh, Stranger <laughs> Things. Basically, you know, um, where blood sacrifice and stuff. But it's interesting, like how these old cities and stuff still have these big, um, like say, legends and stuff that's going. To, I know one of the ones when we went to Dublin, they were talking about uh, Oscar Wilde's ghost still being hanging around and like where he used to like to sit, and some yeah. people could even feel his presence at times and stuff. But even uh, even though he's buried in like 
Perlesation, like um, France, I think. Uh, if I but, pronounce uh, that wrong. Spirits can travel. <laughs> Spirit Ubers. That's exactly, exactly. A course um, type thing. I do love the, no, the not stories. We're not bringing that into it. Sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. I do love the stories of the Tower of London and mm-hmm. all the hauntings that go on there. It's honestly what I've been to London twice in my life, and not have I done what I would love to. I was a huge history nerd when I was a kid. Um, Tudor and Stewards were like my thing so I was like I really want to go and do the Tower of London and I want to be in the presence of Anne Boleyn mm. that's that's mm. what I want it's not that far away I really am like I need my, my dreams need to be bigger <laughs> I mean uh, yeah I, I I always love ghost tours like it's a sort of thing like obviously I'm not very receptive to well I am kind of receptive to probably what are spirits or stuff like the stuff that Donna and Beth are kind of like you know naturally uh, instinctively yeah. sort of you know attuned to but it's like I remember every time I go to Edinburgh I'll always try because my brother lives in Edinburgh and every time I go there I try and go on one of the ghost tours because I love you know, the undercity of Edinburgh. Where yeah, all of the tons of stuff. All about yeah. Any excuse to get under there, like, you know, <laughs> to get in there because it's fascinating. Because And it was really weird, like, because there's several tours where basically we'd go to, like, particular bits and then I'd find myself instinctively just looking at a random corner of the room mm-hmm. and, like, not knowing why yeah. I'm doing it and not feeling anything, but just literally just being like, <laughs> and you know and, and all the time and obviously i'm just going whoa if i had the perception that some people do there's probably something happening there but yeah. instead you've just got this little niggle but um but my sister-in-law uh had she she worked on the ghost tours you know how mm-hmm. when you go on a ghost tour they have the yeah. person who leads you around yeah. uh, and they, they alternate so they have the person who leads you around and they tell you all the history and stuff and then you have the other person who dresses like a ghost and jumps out at you at some point like it, <laughs> yeah, it kind yeah. of tends to happen and when they alternate, she had to be the ghost. So she mm-hmm. had to be in the dark because you can't let people see you, like in a costume, in an incredibly, you know, purportedly haunted place. And you're like, that is kind of messed up. Like, so they're in this <laughs> tunnel that's really haunted, just being like, oh, well, just wait here and then I'll jump out at a point, you know. <laughs> You know, and, and they, they were saying, like, you know, that there was crazy, this was years ago, but then they were saying that, you know, you got weird vibes and stuff. And they, they said that down there, there was actually a locked door in, oh, it's that famous one. It's got a pub on top of it. Like, you basically go on the tour. And so then Mary, you, is it yeah, Mary? Close, Mary's Close, think, yeah. yeah. And they said that there was a locked door down there that you couldn't open, but then people from the university would come and you'd unlock it and they'd go in with stuff and whatnot. And it was this weird thing of just going, so there must be something going on there if they actually have people from the university going in. I, I remember her telling me that like years ago and uh, it's staying with me. But um, yeah, but it must be really scary to be in that place, which is haunted haunted as hell. Think with, uh, yeah, I think and then you having to go and spook other people yeah. on yeah, top like, of yeah. it. Yeah, I learned a lot when I was in Edinburgh. The graveyard, which was mm. you know the one that heavily inspired the Harry Potter names and it the history behind that graveyard alone is probably mm-hmm. more spectacular than is that the, the fa- one with the dog yes that I had that no broke idea my about. heart oh. now now I can't not get away from this dog um, <laughs> yeah yeah but the the graveyard the graveyard itself was once just a hole 
And in the plague, they just dumped people in there. And um, Mary Queen of Scots used to use it as a dumping ground. So not only have you got the buried with the graves stones on there you also have the descendants of all these people from the plague or anyone who else who pissed off mary queen of scots they are in the in the cement and in the like in the foundations Mm -hmm. of this cemetery it is honestly if you get a chance to go it is spectacular not just because of the harry potter element to it it is just an absolute spectacular place me and carolyn spent a lot of time there and i was out I was in my element. I loved every second of it. <laughs> I had to put a lot of people who uh, pass away off the plague in the tunnels as well, actually. Mm. Oh, I think loads of people died down there. Like yeah. it was the idea of, because I'm sure there was something like where they literally just sealed it up and like let people just die. <laughs> you know, like they had yes. people in it and stuff. Like, And I'm pretty sure there was bits where there was a fire. And I don't know how, because obviously if there's not enough oxygen, it's not going to last very long. But I assume the people inside won't last very long if there's no oxygen to keep the fire going. So yeah. I um, think, yeah, yeah I a think lot of death. Yeah, no, no, I, I think like when I did the tour, the creepy bit I went to was where uh, the one with all the dolls. Yeah. Where the no. Park, where, 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 <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, in the, it's in the underground where there's supposed to be a ghost of a little kid. So anyone that visits, they leave a doll. So there's just a pile now of like, like normally up to here off the floor of, of Barbies, dolls and stuff. I don't do yeah, I think I, I think that's a bad influence because then we're going to get spoiled ghost children. Yeah, no, <laughs> you where their dolls are. Yeah, they're just going to be like, oh, I, you know, they're never going to be happy with the amount of Christmas presents they get because they've got all of these dolls from everyone. Yeah, but that's... Greedy ghosts. Greedy ghosts. Because when you think about it, like... I would be an absolute shit ghost because I can't be asked. I'm grumpy as fuck and I hate people, so I just wouldn't want to be seen or known. I You're not be, coming back. Uh, I would just be in the corner going, just, just, just don't want to go. I definitely would just be with the dogs. Donna would be just watching everyone fuck, so. <laughs> if nobody, if anyone's watching the YouTube feed and saw that Donna brought her adorable doggy on earlier, have you still got him with you? Is Nicole Dolper? Come here. <laughs> He's absolutely beautiful. Wasn't my dog? <laughs> I said your dogs were pretty when they came on. <laughs> we've, we've remarked at how pretty your dog is. Oh, exactly. it's, it's not dog walk. Come on, guys. Are we can have a dog off. Is that dog what off. this is? <laughs> we're not going. Dog, dog. We're not going dogging live on the nerdy up no podcast. <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> live dogging. <laughs> Just imagine live someone on. comes on now and listens to that <laughs> Halloween special, like say. Park, our park in South Shields. <laughs> I, to be fair, though, this is me, me maybe being naive, but I didn't realise that you didn't actually have to have a dog for dogging. I assumed it was. And what does the what? Because I was like, what does the dog do? Is it just watching? You know, is it just maybe if you get a voyeur dog? But yeah, apparently it doesn't work out. You've been contemplating this. There. Oh. I am. Um, so, when I was younger, I told my nana who had a dog that. Uh, that people who took the dogs on the walk, it was called dogging. So she kept telling all her elderly friends that it was called dogging. I never told her the truth. Donna! Not only did you kill Patrick Swayze, you're telling your grandmother that kind of stuff. It's Donna, that Patrick Swayze one's going to stay with me for a long time. Dogging, do you want to come with us? <laughs> Just popping off to do some dogging and maybe to the shops. I think that I think that would be a good place to leave the podcast for the same thing. Yeah, I think we'll wrap everything up. That was so much. I do fun. have one more story. Oh, okay, okay. I want the like I want you to try and see 
like explain it in your like scientific terms and stuff, right? All so, right. Is it a horn <laughs> dildo, is it? <laughs> no, that Grant will know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so me, my, back to my mum again, has like this sleep disorder where she kind of acts out her dreams. So mm-hmm. she decided to um, she set up a camera in her room, a night camera. And one day she sent us this video a few months back. So on the video, she's up and moving around like panicked. And then you hear a cry. And then, because she's in bed by herself, on the other side of the bed, you see the blanket move. And then you see two baby arms pop up from the blanket. And oh, it's very creepy. And I can, if, with her permission, I can show you guys the video. But yeah, you hear a cry and then you see the baby arms pop up from the blanket. And she was alone in her room. I've just got really cold. So now I, I want <laughs> yeah. to know what you would kind of mm. say that was in a... Um, I'd have um, to see the video, but uh, I can't really explain it from from that yeah but uh, yeah it, i mean it yeah it's the sort of thing like could it be something you know how like what's the lighting like in the video like is it dark um, it's could like it the be... night vision did anyone piss on it to see if it was gizmo <laughs> actually hang on hang on if we're doing with gremlins what would happen if you pissed on a gizmo Yes, like, <laughs> that is the ultimate question. That we is don't the ultimate know. question, Graham. What if the gizmo pisses itself? Like, yes, are the gremlins different? Are they yellow? Is this? Can you control the color of gremlins? Because that's that's the question we upon... asked before. Is basically with gremlins, and because I said they multiply with water. So, what type of water? Because because Spike spits on gizmo. Yeah, and he doesn't turn water. Into... Yeah, holy water that might make holy gremlins. And yeah. then you have like it's like Pokemon. It's like you know giving the, an Eevee like a moonstone or a firestone. Or, but um, no, I can't. Sorry, I can't explain what. Uh, no, John, I would love to see the video, but I feel very. I felt very cold as you were telling that story. That um, yeah, I don't like that. Posted uh, in the group, we'll get a poll going. <laughs> all sorts of like creepy stuff she said like there was one time yeah. there was like the shock guy trying to get into bed while i like, get undressed and like having a hand go up the bed and stuff and i'm like fuck that no i would be moving i would not be staying in that house <sighs> i'm used to it in my house it's weird things happening no. does it become normal beth like does it become yeah. like you just like oh well it's a ghost typical you know it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just but, banana but I think the Queen's coming after you now, after you killed her. Yeah, no, <laughs> The Queen's got enough enemies. She's going for swans. <laughs> She's going to haunt every swan. Just, you know, snap to, its neck and... To be fair, though, guts. Donna's going to be sitting there one night and just take the songs on the corner. Oh, my love, my <laughs> darling. <laughs> I hunger for your touch. Well. <laughs> Go all Demi Moe and shit. You killed Swayze. <laughs> you fucking bitch. Right. I think that's a lovely place to end tonight. Donna killed Swayze. There we go. Yeah, I nearly accidentally killed off Derek Akora. Funny enough, who was it that died? And I thought it was Derek Akora. Oh, no. Somebody... Somebody... You're, you're, you're responsible for 9-11. Somebody... <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. Donna's responsible for 9-11. Some celebrity, and I can't remember who it was, and I thought it was Derek Akora, right? And then it wasn't. And my dad came in, and he was like, oh, have you heard Derek Akora died? And I was like, I told you it was Derek Akora. And my dad was like, no, I'm just winding you up. He already told us. I was like, fuck it, you could. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes. so funny. So Donna is the killer of celebrities. So oh, Donna, <laughs> you've surprised me tonight. 
Yes. So next time we're going to do a live reading with Donna's mom. Yeah. But uh, but yes. So thank you guys for everyone who's tuning in. Like, like, thank you for everyone in the chat for sticking with us. You've been like, it looks like you've been entertaining yourselves. Um, next week's episode, I think Graham is returning as well. So are you back, back, Graham? Are you back? Am I? I I believe so. I am. I think. I think because we're doing horror computer games. Oh, yes. oh, I thought it was oh, one. Yes. Yeah, yeah you, you said basically sort of like, oh, we'll get you on the podcast at like, uh, you know, the end of October. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I was like, oh, I thought it was this one. But yes, I'll come back. Really. Yeah. <laughs> I think Sonia's joining us as well. So there's going to be a few of us oh, involved talking the about. Cosmopovia crew back again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that game. Uh, I don't. It's scary now. Uh, but yes, has anyone else want anything to w- want to see or leave off with, or or leaving it off with Swayze? I, could I just could I just um, plug the podcast yeah. I was mentioning earlier? Uh, I'm on a podcast which is called the the Girl Podcast, which is an LGBT plus uh, podcast, uh, and we have a lot of drag race people on, like a lot of drag race contestants on and stuff. We discuss loads of LGBT issues and stuff like that. So if you're one of them queers or just curious or just interested, <laughs> I think uh, and- give that a go. It's I think it's um, girlpodcast.com, I think it mm-hmm. is. Uh, oh. But also you can listen on Spotify, uh, G-U-R-L. Yeah. And, and I do apologise. You did say you had your brother's poem. So if you want to finish this off oh with your God. brother's poem, oh, yes, yeah, there you go. That's that. what can end us tonight. Shall we just get our housekeeping out the way with, and then we can end with Graham's yeah. brother's poem? Right. So, so just pl- out, mm-hmm. go for um, it, Sam. Oh, I was just going to say, please come and join us on Instagram, Facebook. I don't even know if you keep Twitter open anymore. Uh, mm. Twitch. We are on Twitch. We've got Charlotte's Boot Club. Hashtag Charlotte's Feet. Hashtag Tall Paul. Hashtag anything else I can think of. Um, Thanks. And Sam's got pants on tonight. Sam has trousers on because absolutely freezing. Um, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you for joining us in the chat. It has been great, and we'll see you all next week. Come on then, Graham, take us out with your brother's poem. Right, okay. This is uh, my brother's getting a nice bit of success with his uh, horror writing and stuff at the minute, and he wrote this poem for Halloween, and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. So, yes, uh, this is by Andrew Donaldson, and it is called Underneath. A New Home. A fresh start, Ikea ordered a broken heart. October blooms, a chill in your bones, an awful new chapter that you'll face alone. For the terror arises when the lights get switched out, when your head full of ghosts meet your head full of doubts. It's, It's in bed when your prayers mix with those from past renters, absorbed by the mattress, your nightmare tormentor. The mattress is old, it's been here for years, plagued every last owner, your sleep, sleep saboteur. It's doomed all of their hopes, it's replayed their mistakes, fears soaked into the fabric like a rotten sponge cake, formed something organic from all of this fear, a new kind of horror made out of old tears. It feels its new owner. It feeds off your dread. A creature has formed that's always be- 
from all that's been bled. You feel something poke you through the soft bedding sheet. Tell yourself they're just springs to quell your heartbeat. But there's no coils here. The mattress is foam. The fingers that touch you are dead flesh and bone. It tears through the bed and it claws through your flesh. It eviscerates your organs and whatever's left. You're pulled deep below and you can't catch your breath. You meet your own monster and welcome your death. Well done. <laughs> that was amazing. How amazing oh, is that? That was brilliant. What's yes. it? I got chills. <laughs> That's it. Um, I think he has a website. I think it's unsafespaces.com. Oh, wow, think, please go on. What's your I brother's think he's name? He's got a LinkedIn or whatnot, but uh no, it's not. Okay, well, I'll work it out. I'll work out what it is, but basically, uh, yeah. Wow. We'll, we'll send us a link over. We'll put it on the end, uh, like in the comments on the podcast as well. Excellent. So I'll put it in the description. But yes, oh, yeah, it's uh, unsafespaces.co.uk. Wow. Thank you. And and just adding a little bit of class to the podcast there. So thank you for that. But yes, uh, same bat time, same bat channel, guys. Stay nerdy, everyone. Bye. 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 And and we're done. We have finished doing the recording.